Hello and welcome to show 63, 63 that is, of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 63. So how is everyone? Good. You know, the Stoner 63 is a machine gun and that's often people use it in Black Ops. And uh, the 63 Ah, is also the code for international direct dialing to the Philippines. The Stoner gun, the Stoner 63, the one that was produced in 1963 and between 1963 and 1971. That's the one? Oh, yeah. I don't know so much about it. Yeah, it was designed in 1961 to 1963, and the manufacturer was Catalytic Gauge, so Wikipedia. Cadillac Gauge. Yeah. Yeah. That that as well. It was used in the Vietnam War and the invasion of... uh, by the SEALs. Granada Studios. Oh, wait, no. What was that? (laughs) See, of course we knew all of that information. Duh. What kind of... What do you think we are, idiots? Uh, mm, Right. You know, there you go. Uh, So, uh, yeah, how is everybody then? Anyway, how is everybody doing? Good? Yeah, introduce people. Yeah, Who well, are you? Uh, I'm the daddy. The daddy, he says. Uh, otherwise known as Stuart Fowler, which you're sounds not, a bit boring, really. You're not our daddy, huh? I'm not. I'm not. That's the definite daddy. article, the. The. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I guess I could be your dad, Chinny. I reckon I'm old enough, am I? I don't know. I don't know. How old, how old, how old are you? How old are you? <laughs> I'm uh, 39, nearly. Nearly 39. Um, no, you couldn't be my dad. Yeah, well, unless you had a very, very it's possible. reckless childhood. Hyperactive childhood. Well, you never know. I may well have done. Who knows? Who knows? He had that fateful night in Wolverhampton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, been... anyway, son, uh, we've also got Ginny here. <laughs> uh, yes, hello. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, so, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, what do you want? Who knows? Nothing. Do this every week. What do you want whatever you want. Whatever you want to do is fine. Everything's That's a pocket money when we come to it, actually, Dad. <laughs> I've got you £1.50. You know what? I believe you. That's the type of pocket money I bet Millie gets. £1.50 <laughs> and a packet of jawbreakers. And I'd be happy with that when I was a kid. That was like a gold bar. That was Millie. <laughs> get you some licorice chew. I can't even buy a Mars bar with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back in my day, you could buy loads of stuff with £1.50. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it was in the 40s. It was. It was. <laughs> and we've also got Juke here, Juke. Hi, this is Bud Gundelak, and welcome again to my show, Something's Happening. Yay, something's happening. Do you have to keep bringing that up? I just feel ill. <laughs> uh, I don't think it would be good to put that on the front page, but maybe I'll tuck it away in the forums or something. What has it got to do with games? That has nothing to do with games. Uh, I wonder if my quotes have anything to do with games. What does that matter? Last week, a saxophone man... (laughs) He's playing to a baby. Although that was quite funny. I did have a good look, Uh, and it was very, very funny. Oh, what's happening? Is there something happening? Something's happening. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um... Yes, anyway, t- tonight, yeah, look, I'm even going to start off with something totally gaming related. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do People it. Good. This isn't the veteran gamers. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah. Do you know, it was funny, right? We've, we've started using Google Docs, as uh, you know, which I might point out, because listeners probably don't know we do that, but we didn't, and now we do. 
So right always, now, for instance, that, I'm typing that, something hilarious to Chinny, uh, but hilarious. Stu would read it, but he's busy talking. So I am busy talking. I'm trying to find it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, anyway, uh, 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 yeah, I, was, <laughs> I think that about Stu as well. Sure, sure. <laughs> I was looking through, and I have found one here uh, from yeah, show fifty of the three sixty plex podcast. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so this this is back uh, in. Sort of mid June 2008, this comes from. This is three years ago, three years ago from the 360 Plex. So, back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Back in the days. All right, sorry, go ahead. That was very nice. I've still no idea. Back in the days. Yeah, back Back in the the days. There you go. Uh, So, yes. Yeah, show 50. So, back into So, what games do you think I was playing? This was, oh, this was 360 Plex. Yeah, this was 360 Plex. This is this right. is as long ago as that. Really? So, this, is what this was before the, the iPhone was released, huh? Yes. The iPad Touch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or you had one? Yeah, way before then. This is this is. Oh my goodness! I can't, it's it's really hard for me to imagine what you would have been playing then. So, what was I playing three years ago? I don't know. I reckon. I reckon I can guess it. You should get this. I, I would imagine. Because we were all playing it. Um, Shut up. I'm not going to submit to your drum roll. Uh, I'm just going to... If you talk after a drum roll at all, you're submitting to the drum roll. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. You'll just have to stay quiet for the whole rest of the show now. <laughs> Go ahead, Shinny. What, what was he playing? Yeah, what was it I playing? reckon he was playing Bioshock. No. 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 Um, hang on, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. He's busily looking for releases now. Gears of War 2. No. Battlefield Company. Are you rubbish at this? Battlefield Back Company. No, because it's your only your favourite game of all time. Portal? No. Jesus. I... Golden Idol Blast 7? No. What fanboy are you? What are you the biggest fanboy of? Ah. Uh, hey, Jesus Christ. GTA 4. GTA 4. <laughs> so, yeah. Well so, done, eventually. Yeah, yeah, eventually. So, I was uh, playing GTA 4, uh, Patapon on the PSP. Patapon, 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 Patapon. Have you never played Patapon? Oh, so, no. Dude. Duke, it's brilliant. It's it so is brilliant. I remember hearing Chinny talk about it once, but I've never played it. Boom, pot, pot, I don't get the song. It's basically like, it's really hard like to describe. like the King. It's like a strategy game, but you use music and rhythm to play. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird cool. game. So basically, the way you press the buttons and use each button is a different, either an attack or a defend or a special attack. Uh, but you've got a, you've got, yeah, you've it's, got it's a, weird. it's like yeah. a music action game as well. Yeah, it's really it's like, odd. So you've got to keep Patapon it in time. Out, by the way. Pardon? Patapon 3 is coming out. Is it? Yeah. They'll probably uh, do a Connect version, sounds like. I've yeah. never played 2. PS, it's PSP, I like. PSP. Oh, so then move. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so I was playing that. I was playing KOTOR. I was playing KOTOR. DL. Yeah, backwards compatible on the old Xbox original. DL. Knights of the Old Republic. And yeah, it was pretty cool. So I was playing that. Uh, I was playing Audio Surf on Steam. I know, isn't it funny, this? Uh, Trackmania on Steam. And you were a Steam fiend! I did, I did. And I was playing the Haze demo, which was just truly terrible. Well, you tried playing the whole game, Stu. <laughs> yeah, the demo was more than enough. More than enough. 
Yeah. Well, as it goes, I have picked one of the news stories we covered that week, and I've actually found the original website it came from. So we're gonna we'll talk about that a bit later. I've got a new news from three years ago. How cool is that? Stay tuned, people. <laughs> I know, yeah. And it's rather topical at the time. It was at the time. I could imagine someone listening on the edge of their seat. Oh, <laughs> I know. Can't wait for news from. God, I hope this news is still relevant. <laughs> and then here comes Duke. I got games from three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone uh, you have from three years ago? Um, jokes my from beard, three years ago. My beard, yeah, jokes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I was gonna say my beard. So Dane Cook gets out on stage and he starts going, Rah! "All right, oh yeah." There you go. I got so that's my impression of Dane Cook. I hate him. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, talking oh. of games, so right games. We'll come back to that later on. Um, but yeah, Duke, uh, what have you been up to? Well, funny you should ask that because something's been happening. Uh, but first, a story. <laughs> <laughs> Something's happening. Um, okay, so I'm in the classroom, and I'm trying to find things every week. I'm like, hey, I should start telling stories from the classroom. Tales from Mr. P's room. But I don't want to, like, make up stupid stories. The reason I say it is because somebody said, I don't know if it was on the forums or something, but they were like, hey, Duke, that story you told about somebody uh, leaning up against the soundboard was awesome. Tell more stories. So I'm telling another story. And this is video game related. Don't worry. I'm in class, and we're reading this book called uh, Sherman Alexie's book, The Absolutely True Diary of a Part-Time Indian. It's a great book. You should definitely read it. It's a semi-autobiographical novel. And in the book, there's all these cartoons that the main character draws of his family and his friends and everything going on in his life. So I told the students, okay, today we're going to do that. You can draw some pictures of the people you know and, you know, label things about them. So this kid is drawing um, a picture of his brother, and he's like, and a lot of them are like, I don't know how to draw. I'm like, here's how you draw a shirt. And I drew a very rudimentary shirt and just do it like that. And so they all just copy that down. That's fine. So then he goes, hey, how do you draw the Halo logo? <laughs> like, Did your brother play a lot of Halo? Yeah. I'm like, all right. And so I was like, I don't remember off the top of my head. Let me go look it up. And I look it up online. And then I go to the board to draw it. And I write, I have very bad taste in video games. <laughs> and he goes, that's not the Halo logo. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> it took him a minute. I was just like, ah. Was it? Was that that reaction? That wasn't in real time. It was more like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that, that was. What? Funny. And I told him, I'm like, I don't actually hate Halo that much. I just, it's not for me. That's all. Blah blah blah. Um, what have I been playing? I've been playing Vanquish. 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 It says that every time you start it up. Vanquish. All Japanese games are there. Resident Evil, <laughs> just in case you didn't know what you bought. Namco. I remember that at the beginning of Soul Blade. Namco. Yeah, they didn't even get the name right. They're just, <laughs> yeah. just the company. Right. Well, that was the company. Um, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's fun. It's still a lot of fun. Those big robots <laughs> are really stupid. What? Those big robots. Sh- I mean, the enormous ones. Oh, you got to keep blasting off his arm and leg joints and then keep running around it. And- yeah. <laughs> They just get up. They just. I know. I'm like, what the heck? I just blew off his kneecap. I don't think he's getting up. Anyway, but it's still fun. And I finally got to that part you were talking about, Chinny, where you're on the train. That's really cool. I like it. Except it keeps turning me like upside down and sideways while I'm trying to snipe people. I'm like, hey, hold the freaking car still, oh, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's that's <laughs> that's logical. Yeah. Of course it is. Um. Can yeah. everybody stop moving because I can't snipe you? Uh, excuse me, please. I withdraw my question. Um, I played the demo for Full House Poker. Yeah, but, you know, I've downloaded it and just not had a go at it. So, yeah. why did you bring that up then, Stu? 
Yeah. Uh, you add to the I pot? don't know. I'd sort of just... I'll click the download button. <laughs> that still work okay. Whatever, <laughs> Stu. I, I just saw yeah, a few around playing it. Oh, God. My job. I've seen yeah, a few I'll... people playing it, though, so I'm guessing... We should do that good. one week. Like, I, I get to be... What should I be? No, Chinny does a better Stu, so he's Stu... And then Stu's me and I'm Chinny or something. I well, so I just have to shout for the whole show and just play silly <laughs> sound bites. Anytime. I was saying Chinny was doing that this week. I don't know. Anyway. really grumpy. <laughs> so, Chinny, what do you think about Full House Poker? Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't love it. I think yeah, Texas Hold'em maybe... Poker is, uh, is a better poker game, to be honest. Well, but that's expensive, isn't it? Um, it is, actually. Let me... Let me have a look. But no, because it's, it's all this avatar shit. There's too much shit in the way. I just want to see the cards. You there know? is a lot of stuff in the way. Yeah. It's definitely supposed to be like a social experience yeah, rather think, than just like, yeah. let's play poker. Yeah. yeah. And know. there's like, it was like, in the ads, it's like, oh, you can download all these different tells. No. I'm not good at poker, but isn't a tell a bad thing to have? Yeah. I, I have no Are idea. I don't even... like pretend that you have a good hand? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's so stupid. They should do a poker game in La Noire. Yeah, they should. Because yeah. it would connect, and it'll be like really, really detailed. Uh, Sorry, your eyebrows I... moving up slightly. You got a full house. I listened to a, a <laughs> podcast today, um, the the GameScoop podcast, and they had the art director from La Noire on it. So uh... my hype for La Noire was was pretty high. Now it's through the roof. So don't believe the hype. Yeah, man, it's a dangerous, dangerous thing that you know. Now to be fair, he yes. hasn't been disappointed by Rockstar before, have you, Shinny? No. No, but even if he was, he wouldn't admit it. There's a difference. <laughs> no, I, don't I just I just don't play their shit games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well what was their yeah. last shit game? Manhunt. Yeah, I was just gonna say Manhunt too. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it's been a while since then. Why are you bringing up old stuff? I haven't played. <laughs> I haven't... You asked when were the last worst game? Oh, well, I'm saying played... though, yeah, I asked it so that I could know how long ago it was. It was a long time ago. Yeah, Stop I bringing haven't... up old stuff from three years ago. Shut up! I haven't played uh, the tennis game, that they, the table tennis game. That they oh, can... that's good. Rockstar presents table okay. tennis. It's but, good. Dude, I was so glad when you interviewed Tom Bissell that you told him that it was a tech demo because he was absolutely right. He was correct. It is. That's what it was. Well, well that's, that's what I heard from y'all. I don't, don't quote me on that source. Yeah. I heard it from you. I heard it from you. You did hear it from us. <laughs> no, we got glad... confirmation then. Yeah. You 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 put him in his place. He went, no, it's a tech demo. He didn't know. And he was at the launch of it and everything. And he's like, no, we know more than you. But <laughs> thanks, Tom. Bistow. And that was, was a re- as a release party talking with Harry Allen, who was involved with Public Enemy. Don't believe the hype. We come full circle, people. <laughs> Tom Bissell, everybody, friend of the show. Friend uh, of the show. Best friend of Duke. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stalking, you see, stalking person. <laughs> yeah. No, I have to resist the urge. Every time he comes online, I want to be like, hey, did you play this? Hey, have you seen this? I'm like, no, you'll be a weirdo. Just he, sends him, he sends a message like, hello, it's Dookie. Do you remember me? It's Dookie. <laughs> yeah. Dookie, do you can call me Dookie if you want. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, so, Full House Poker. Eh. Someone Last suggested that we do a uh, game night, like a play date. Yeah, with that. I think that. Eh. It did come to mind. I don't, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to buy it, though. Yeah, that means I'll have to buy it. Yeah. You see, because that was the thing with 100 to 1, you didn't have to pay for that, did you? Yeah. You know, this you've got to pay for. And yeah. they're going to have... They should do microtransactions with this. Yeah, it seems to make sense, I would have thought. Yeah. It just seems to I mean, sense. not that they can't do both, but they should give it to us for free. free we pay them all that money every year for gold memberships? Come on. You know, and is, it, is this published by Microsoft? Is it a Microsoft published thing or made? 
I don't know. Or is it a third-party developer that's done it, and they're just sort of allowing them to integrate the avatars into it? I have no idea. Tom Bissell was online three hours ago. How is he? Are you looking no. at Duke's friends and friends? <laughs> no. Look, he's, he's on my friends friend. list. He's, he's on my friends list, and he said, don't add me on Stu's friend list, because I don't like oh, How rude. <laughs> the last game he played was Bulletstorm. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. And the love hearts that, that I'm eating, one of them says sugar lips. <laughs> All right, back to me now. <laughs> um, I finished the Black Ops single player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was all right. It, yep. uh, you That's know, it was noise. exactly what I expected. Yeah. That's a good noise for it. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Uh, um, like, there was try, one part near the end. Something at the end, don't they? They try something at the end, and you're like, yeah, I saw that coming. I don't know, I bet you do. But I, I didn't actually see it coming. I thought it was pretty cool. I should have seen it coming, I guess. Oh. Um, looking at my notes, I already talked about all this stuff. Um... <laughs> Yeah. You shoot people, right? Yeah, shoot well, there's one part. There was a stealth mission. I was like, come on, really? Uh, but it didn't last very long, fortunately. But I had to do it like ten times because I didn't realize. He's like, stay at the sight of the chopper light. Get over here. Move over. Stay in the shadows, my friend. And then it was like um, – and then he's like – and then suddenly I didn't realize it, but I was supposed to stab a guy. And it, the the marker changed from follow, this Russian dude you're following, to kill this guard. So I'm just hiding because I'm like, I'm just supposed to. He's going to tell me when to go. And it kept saying, you've been spotted. And I'm like, what? I'm in the shadows. What am I supposed to do? So that was really annoying. I didn't realize it had switched. So I don't know. Whatever. Um, yeah. See, now I don't know if you're talking about that one thing, Chinny, or the other thing that I should have seen coming. Because there's two. I did see the one thing. Oh, but I guess I can't get more specific without giving spoilers. Is that a concern? Are we worried about spoiling Black Ops? I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. Well, I certainly don't care. You can spoil Okay, people who don't life. want spoilers for Black Ops, skip ahead two no, minutes. Who cares? None of them will ever play. Only 30% of people who buy the game All play right, the single Stu, But player. that 30% probably are awesome and listen to well, the podcast. Well, they've got their spoiler warning now. Yeah, it doesn't matter. If they were going to play it, they'd have played it already. All right, there so there's, the, there's the, um, the Fight Club moment where you realize it's the same guy. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I, sh- I sort of saw it coming. I didn't care at that point, but um, no. yeah. What's, I mean, I sort of the, suspected there was something weird going on, but I didn't know it was exactly what's that. What the thing that you didn't see coming? So when he says, um, you tried to get me to kill my own president, and he goes, tried? Yeah. The implication being that you're the second gunman for the JFK assassination. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I really like that. I thought that was really funny. I lolled, literally. Um, okay, spoilers for Black Ops is over. If you're fast-forwarding, stop now. It wouldn't make sense because you wouldn't hear me while you're fast-forwarding. But anyway, um, what about yeah. The very, what about the very, very, very end when you finish the game? And then the zombies. Oh, and it's like the zombies? Yeah. You played that before, though, I guess, right? Yeah. I just thought it was pretty cool because they got all those things from JFK. I pray not to be uh, have an easier life but to be a stronger soldier. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. I wish I had more people. I mean, it was just me in that big old room. Yeah. But anyway, it was pretty funny. I like that idea, I guess. It was silly, but yeah, whatever. Black, um, Ops, Black Ops is... Eh, yeah. Yeah. But it still is the biggest selling game of all time. Anyway, <laughs> I know, I know. That's LA just Noir the... will be the best game anyone yeah. has LA ever played. Noir. It's not my best game. It's my best selling. Are you not worried, though? You're not worried about it a little bit? LA Noir? Yeah. No. Not even a little bit. You don't you worry about your expectations getting inflated so high yeah, that it can't yeah. ever reach it. 
Yeah. You know what? I'm not worried. Because... Because it's Rockstar! Have you seen the trailer? <laughs> it's amazing! <laughs> I know! <laughs> you know... Well, look. it does look cool, but will, no. are you sure the gameplay is going to be yeah. there? Well, I mean, no, but look... It, it, really? From what I've heard... Right, really? Really, though? No, really? Pacing, shut up, Stu. Really? They sort of hit the pacing issue. They are, really? my, the, my big critique... It's like fucking a classroom. Right? My big... <laughs> <laughs> critique is uh, of Rockstar games I like the pacing They sometimes the page just goes on for too long many mm-hmm. people who enjoyed GTA 4 have often said I never finished it or I've never finished it and I can't blame them because the last third of the game is is a little bit of a drag and it turns into GTA 3 and it's just a little bit yeah. and, and I can see why people didn't finish it Red Dead Redemption was a little bit better apart from Mexico so I'm hoping that they sorted out the pacing I was listening to the interview today and the art director was saying that you know each case is about an hour long mm. here and there so it's it's quite episodic in that nature so you could kind of play that case and then leave it um, the side missions to distract you not all cases are an hour long some are just less some are just more uh, and 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 you know, they're not formulaic. There's yeah. uh, one of the IGN crew, uh, Christina Star- Christine Steimer, was talking about how she played multiple cases and they, they had different formulas. It didn't just just build up to a, a gunfight or a car chase. There was different mm-hmm. things. And sometimes it didn't end in a particularly exciting gun cha- uh, gunfight or anything. It just kind of yeah, ends. It's not always like fight a bunch of baddies and then there's a boss fight. Fight a bunch of baddies and then there's a boss fight. I, I I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't think it's really going to be anything like a normal Rockstar GTA-style game. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. You know what I think it's going to be? I think it's going to be the kind of game that David Cage looks at and goes, yeah, that's what I was trying to do. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> they all like it when he did it. Well, they like but, it when I but also, wait, it makes you they think... like it when he did it. Why not like it when I do it? You know what's interesting, though. I mean, this—I assume or, or would think—this game started production around the same time as Heavy Rain. Maybe. Well, we know when it started because yeah. they released a trailer for it very early on. But when, yeah. when the Xbox was launched, and uh, and people didn't know where it where it was for years and years and years, and they thought yeah. it. And I, I just think, like, what, what the, about the Heavy Rain thing? They did bring up Heavy Rain, right? And he said, like, yeah, a lot of people are kind of comparing it to Heavy Rain now, but he thinks that when the game's released, that'll quickly disappear because it is a Rockstar game, yeah. right? It looks like a Rockstar game, but what the brilliant thing, which I think Duke and, um, and you, Stuart, actually, you, you'll like, is you're a cop. Yeah. Think, think about how many rules Rockstar are breaking with this game, right? You're a cop. You're a good guy, all right? Yeah, but he's going to be a bit bent, surely. You mean kind of like Driver? No, no, you're a good guy. He's a good guy, right? Like he, all cops in the 40s were bent, surely. Well, well, he's not gay at all, right? He's, no, you know what I mean. I know. <laughs> like, he, no, he's, he's a good cop. He's, he's a war veteran. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be a bent cop at all. I think he's going to be a good cop. And he, there'll be bent cops around him um, who are... And <laughs> but you want to play good cop, bad cop? Yeah. Man, we're all good cops here. I had no intention of being the good cop. Selma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that sounds all kinds of wrong. Paddy and Selma. Right, so, yeah. Uh, so that's a rule that I break it. It's, first, the, the, the other rule that I break it, it's a real place. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, in Liberty City. Well, it is, but it's... New York. 
Yeah, but, but it's twisted. It's New York, but yeah. it's not New York, is it? Yeah, it is. There are layers. <laughs> it is, but it is a lot like New York. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly like New York. Yeah, it's not New York. But because it's not New York, all right, they can get away with being a, a little bit of a parody. Right, yeah, all the radio stations, the Statue true. of Liberty is holding. Yeah, they're going for a much more realistic feel this time. There's no doubt about it. And it's it's absolutely grounded this time. There'll be no like zombies in this game. There'll be it'll be, you know, uh, the 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 most grounded rockstar rockstar game they've ever made. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it will be, and I I I guess he won't be sleeping with prostitutes. You know, that, there won't be any of that going on. No, he's got a warrant. Well, let's so. not go crazy. We didn't say he's an angel. I mean, geez. But, you know, what he gets up to in his private. But you can't... guy needs a little something. Hey, hey. But the, 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 the art director, I forgot his name, was talking about the balance. Now, if you're a police officer, you can't just go around killing everyone. Well, right? because police officer, kind of police officer it, was, you? it was easier to do it in GTA because you was a, a criminal. Now, everybody was saying, like, how Nico was a bit of a conflicted character because he tried to be good, but then when you went on a rampage with him, he still looked a bit odd. But you can't do it with, with, in L.A. Noir. And they was talking about how some people are, like, more sporadic drivers, and it kind of it looks a bit odd if you're a police, policeman and you're driving recklessly. So it's this balance that they have to constantly fight with. In LA Noir, I just think they're trying every game that like Rockstar released. They're trying newer, new things, and and that are blowing everything else out the out the water. It's brilliant. So, I just I just think that if it's not the best game ever made. I'll kill myself. How about that? <laughs> I just think that you know Rockstar as a as a company are maturing a bit. I won't really kill myself, by the way. Yeah. And and they're doing that sort of thing now, and they are moving forward, and I think people will hopefully get it. You know, what worries me is people will go, ah, oh, it's boring, I don't get it. You know, why can't I just go and shoot people? I just want to shoot people, you know? And and hopefully, you know, as gamers, we're starting to appreciate, you know, games with proper stories and proper narrative and good voice acting and all that stuff, and I just hope that that is the case, you know what I mean? That sort of people appreciate what they're doing and, and that it does come out that way, you know? Yes. And, you know, even so much so that in the game, if you do start going killing innocent civilians, the game penalizes you in some way, i.e., you know, either stopping, you know, stopping you playing it at that point and making you go back to your last checkpoint because you you shouldn't be doing that. I don't know. Well, I don't know whether it's a more creative I think, way. I, I, just, basically, I don't think the game lets you to do it. I allows you to do it. I don't think you can kill innocent civilians in it. No, I believe, I mean, reading some stuff on it, I believe you, you can sort of uh, pull people out of cars, but you commandeer them, so you'd sort of yeah. go, stop, police, I need your car, or whatever. So yeah, you and still... then you go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. Like true crime streets of LA. Yeah, so you can still sort of commandeer, but you wouldn't shoot them all. Yeah, that's, the, that's what I'm going to be comparing it to. I mean, a good cop in LA, okay, sounds like streets of LA. I, uh... I mean, obviously it's a very different game, but... Yeah. but there's another thing as well, how sometimes your partner will drive you to a location. So they can do more cinematic um, yeah. scenes, you know, they, and you don't have to drive all the time. And 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 also sometimes if you if you drive away without your partner, yeah, yeah, he'll turn up at the crime in another car. He should be like all out of breath. And, no, <laughs> what are you doing? He, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't turn out with a breath, but he turns up in another car going. What the fuck? <laughs> you know. Awesome. So you drove, you drove off without me. Yeah. He was talking about flow. The game is they're trying to make the game flow. They're trying to make it all. It's a rockstar game. Yes, it's a third-person detective game. And it, but they, you know, it, it, 
you, they want everything to, to you know, run smoothly. You go into a room and it's very intuitive. It's very easy to look at objects and it's very easy to kind of interview people. And you, you would do what you normally do. You wouldn't have to kind of figure out the controls or anything. It's just, it's just there in front of you. So, I think what's interesting, I mean, especially for you, Ginny, I guess, is, you know, you like the CSI games. You like Rockstar do. games. This is the CSI game that I've always made. I know. They've mixed those, your two favourite things together. Yeah, and the made CSI the... games. They're yeah. terrible, but I yeah. love them. Yeah. And it made the game you always wanted. You it, know? It's, interesting, you know, it's interesting to think. It, it, like, they probably based this game off on, I want to make a game where you, you, can, you can read the emotion from a, a, a character's face. You know, it's, it's difficult. And they obviously found a way to do it. I still don't. I mean, to me, and, and until I play the game, I still wonder whether it's more of a gimmick than an actual sort of... It's not difficult to read video game characters' expressions. When Donkey Kong gets up on the top of the thing and he goes, ah, 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 I know he's mad. But is he lying? I bet he's mad. <laughs> no, he's really mad. He's like, I know this Mario guy's going to get the woman. Ah, ah, ah. Um, Can I go on with what I've been playing now? Yeah, sorry. I don't mean to interrupt your uh, L.A. Noire love fest here. By the way, have you been playing L.A. Noire? I didn't realize you've been playing that. <laughs> um, the App Store on the Apple computers had a really cool game for free. They have some games for free on a regular basis. I'm like, yeah. yes, awesome. Yeah. Hook me up. This game's called Monsters Ate My Homework, and it's kind of heavy, uh, Angry Birds-like. Heavy Birds. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's like a bird down in the basement like yeah. oh, I should have drank that thing they just slingshot a bird it just like drops immediately <laughs> and he drops into a little anyway um, I was about to give a spoiler for Heavy Rain alright so anyway Monsters ate my homework okay so it's an Angry Birds clone sort of but here's the thing you have as many balls as you want to shoot uh, <laughs> and there's a cardboard box and on the cardboard box are these like rectangular monster puppet things they're just basically tall boxes and then you also have homework, which are also tall boxes, but they're obviously – they look very different. You have to use the balls to knock the uh, the monsters off, but not your homework. And so it's kind of like Jenga meets Angry Birds, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's cool. It's, you know, it's nothing amazing, but it's uh, – yeah. I mean, it was free, so the price is right. So people can check that out. <laughs> they have an Apple. But the other thing I did on my Mac computer recently was I got Parallels. What I'm is that? Win- I'm running Windows XP oh, on my Mac. Oh, sorry. Oh, I thought that was man. sort of game. It's, I know, no, no, I know, I know. It's <laughs> it's a kind of obscure title, I suppose. But but yeah, it's it's it allows me to run Windows XP. So you've done and a so partition like, basically on your hard drive. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it's an emulator. It runs on top of the Mac OS, but yeah. it's like it works pretty well. I probably can't run, you know, like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood or whatever. But I downloaded Portal from Steam, and it works really well. Does it? It does. I mean, I can do it on my Mac, obviously, too, but, but um, now I have access to lots can, of other games, too, that I didn't can, have access to. You can buy the Orange Box for $3 at your local sure brick and mo- communist store and play yeah. Portal on your Xbox. That is well, true. that's true, too. But I can't play Fallout 2 on my Xbox, but thanks to the website GOG.com, good old games, I can play Fallout 2 now. Oh. And I'm playing it, and it's... Uh, it's hard to go from three and two Vegas <laughs> Come back on. to Fallout Two. This is so, top I mean, down. This is so it? cool that I can play it now. But it's a top down game. So happy, it? yeah. You said I know, it's so happy. I know. Like, and I am. Like, I'm happy at the possibility, but the reality doesn't always match look, the possibility. What you've got right? to understand is most console gamers 
don't know that even though it's got three after the word fallout they think that's it (laughs) right and that's the main reason i'm interested in it is to find out you know sort of like what happened back here and there's it's obvious that they i mean you can tell the progression of things from one to the other but fallout 2 is kind of clunky like i kept getting hurt you're in this dungeon at the very beginning that's the first thing you do is you go through a dungeon and uh there's these ants biting you and i didn't know how to get my health points back up so i'm like what do i do and i realized one of your skills is first aid so i applied it and then i got hit by some more ants and then i applied the first aid and then it said you've done that skill a lot lately rest you know give it a rest for a while or something i was like well, what am i supposed to do if an ant bites me stupid game but so, it, it's still very it's very much it. old school though isn't it it's very old school but there are all these reviews on the site that are like this is the best role-playing game ever and i'm like oh, i'll give it a try it was only six bucks so i'm like hey why not but it's like an isometric view isn't it so to... yeah it is it is but you know a lot of rpgs from that era were including Baldur's Gate and yeah. the Icewind Dale games, which are all on GOG.com. Another World is on there, and um, Mist and uh, Riven. I mean, they got a we lot are of... Not sponsored by GOG. I know, right? I, I, oh, yeah. like I should ask them for some money, because I'm singing their praises. And the other thing I got from there, and this is the last thing I've been playing, it's called Stronghold. It's a really cool uh, real-time strategy game where you build these castles, and then people come and attack the castles, and you have to like fend them off. So there's a little tower defense there, but it's really fun. It's really cool. It's kind of like Kingdom of Keflings in some ways because, you know, like real-time strategy, you got to get your resources going and then use the, the uh, you know, build a fence around this yard and then you can put cows in there and then you milk the cows and you bring that to the dairy and then you you turn that into cheese and then use the cheese to feed the soldiers and all that stuff. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Stronghold is cool. I had it when I had an old laptop a while ago, but, um, yeah, I'm having a good time with it. So that's me. Very good. Uh, yeah, Chini, what have you been up to then? Oh, yeah. What have I been up to? Right. Apart from, like, getting all excited about L.A. Noir, Just a bit, L.A. Noir. Played uh, Splinter Cell Conviction on hard. Finished it. Well, I got it back from my mate, right? And I started it on hard, and then I just kind of finished it. And I forgot how uh, how good that game is. Yeah, yeah. Splinter, Splinter Cell Conviction is a good game. It's a very good game. I enjoy it. I, I, I think it's fun. And um, yeah, the controls are a little bit, um, y- you forget them easily because they're quite weird uh, if you haven't played it for a while, but it doesn't take you very long to get back into it. So if if anybody hasn't tried it or hasn't played it for a while, I, I urge you to try it. Uh, because it's, it's a cool game. I remember that. That bit in the offices where you were clambering around the, the, ro- like the roofs of the, of the offices and stuff. Uh, trying to keep outside was a really cool section yeah. of the game, you know. It, it had some cool stuff going it's, on. It's it's a great game. I think I think it kind of got forgotten about it really quickly. You know, and that bit where you become super overpowered when you're escaping yeah. from yeah. There. Well, I'll play, that that was one of the bits that I played recently because I, that's towards the end. So yeah, yeah. It's it's a great game. It's a it's a great game. So I played that. I also uh, what else? What else? I played uh, the Tiger Woods demo. Okay, yeah. Uh, recently, I mean, just. Um, I played that, and that is—it's uh, Tiger Woods. You know, they—they they know how to make a golf game. Well, I'm what sure. makes it different to every well, other Tiger well, the, Woods? He's got mistresses that, with him. The things that—he's <laughs> getting that, it on in a bunker. <laughs> oh, he those bunkers are rocking. Don't come yeah, oh, yeah, you see a bit of sand fly now. It's not his club. <laughs> oh, it is his club. Well, he could be. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, what makes it different apart from the shagging? Finished? <laughs> no, obviously not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Carry on. Carry on. Just waiting. 
Okay, okay, I'm calm. Really? He, he, he shagged the block six months ago. Get over it. Right. <laughs> it was like ten people. It was. <laughs> I know. So he but gets he's... ten times as much stick. He's got tiger blood, man. It doesn't matter. Is, it, right. is, it, is this one and called... Adonis DNA? Is this one called Tiger's Got Wood? Oh, yeah, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> okay. The reason why this diff- this golf game is different is because it's not called Tiger Woods. <laughs> it's called uh, the Masters or something. Um, and is Tiger- it? Yeah, Tiger Woods is in very small writing oh at the bottom. Oh my god! So it means Tiger's Got Wood eleven inches. <laughs> so... <sighs> It happened last week, Stuart, for this hilarious, but really. <laughs> hey, I got some Monica Lewinsky jokes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, From three years ago. Carry on. So, right. so they have sort of ditched the big Tiger Woods logo now, then? Yeah, yeah. Tiger Woods is not on the front. The, the, the kind of Tiger Woods logo is not on the front. It's the Masters and the Masters logo and things like that. But, mm. yeah, whatever. So that that that's, you know, neither here nor there. But destitute and everything now, isn't he? He, the, the game, I'm just ignoring you now. The game, it's golf, right? And I don't know if this was included in the last year's Tiger Woods, but you have a caddy now. Now, and at first, like, I thought it was really cool because, like, the caddy kind of recommends shots because usually you have to set up a shot. You have to kind of look where it's going to go. You have to choose your wood, choose what kind of um, uh, grip you've got on, choose what kind of shot you're going to take, how much percent. Right. So, he, so he helps you to get a good grip it, on the shaft, it, it, does he? Fucking hell. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. <laughs> As, uh, I'm just eating my big sandwich. I ain't saying hey. nothing. Also, his penis was in another woman besides his <laughs> wife. Anyway, Chitty, shut up, Stu. I will be quiet. Just don't accept the sorry. No, he's going to edit it out there. Bollocks. I'm just going to say bollocks every five minutes so he has to edit out all the bollocks. <laughs> right. Uh, too so has it become Hot know. Shots Golf now, Chinny? I don't know. I haven't played that crap. But there's <laughs> <laughs> so a pig on caddies on that. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems right. like that would ruin the experience. Oh god! Just a little bit because you got this fucking annoying caddy going. Hey, you should you should totally do this right. And I wouldn't mind if he was right. But when I when you get, <laughs> he's, and, he's working for the other guy on the tour. But like when, when you have to do like sixty percent shots and stuff. He, he he just lies to you. He just goes, oh, you should, oh yeah, you should use the the, the seven iron, and I'll use it. it and sounds I do what like he... this guy. Hey Gilmore, you suck, you jackass. <laughs> that guy. Is he like that guy from Happy Gilmore? He just he just kind of like just he recommends shots and you do it and it doesn't work. And I was like, oh great, but it's you know like the, the caddy's just just annoying. He just and then you can disable him. And then it just turns into every other golf game that's ever been made. I can't uh, understand why you know, I have this vision. I have this vision of your golfer being Tiger Woods, you know, hitting the caddy with his golf club to disable him. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, like, that was outlaw golf, wasn't it? I don't know. Well, they should. Uh, no. little, little animation of you beating him up. <laughs> I think that was an outlaw golf because they did that outlaw tennis and whatever. Yeah, I remember the outlaw series. It was like Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, TV. yeah, yeah. right. I remember that. Didn't do very well, though. but yeah, it. it's it's just like they they're just desperate to kind of add stuff. Now the one thing yeah. that I will say because is... that's the thing with like sorry like a football game, you obviously you're putting new players in, moving the teams around, new kit, I guess. But with this, what 
It's yeah, but, I mean, this golf... time you're going to hit a white ball into a little hole. Yeah, because golfers, to be fair, don't change that much, do they? It's we really have, true, you know, people from donkey's years still playing golf, don't we? What they have done is added to the drama of it all. Don't tell me there's a story. Also, there, there, there isn't a story. But is there they... a drum roll before you tee off? <laughs> no, you joke. Right? <laughs> but when you put it, you have this pressure meter. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh... if you if you like, the, the more kind of like the more bigger deal of it is, the more pressure you have. And then like yeah. kind of meter, like you you kind of like all the like the the user interface kind of goes away. Like so, yeah. part of it go away, and the more pressure, more of it goes away, and the oh. controller shakes. And then you, you can release the pressure. I don't know how, but you just press Y. I don't know what he's taking for that. But uh, <laughs> inject more heroin. Uh. Only if you, you've got the like if you haven't used it up. You know what I mean? It's like a power bar or whatever. And um, is he you, take, pop a couple of beta blockers. Or something. I think I, I think he does. Yeah. <laughs> and so you know, there's Dan. I thought that was kind of okay. But they, they yeah. do they do, they try and put you in the drama. They try and add in drama. And I thought. Maybe this is where EA are going a little bit now with the Fight Night Championship, which is coming in the post, by the way, Ooh, for me. Nice. Um, uh, and I, I wouldn't be surprised. Now, it sounds silly, but I wouldn't be surprised, not a story mode, but if they added more drama to a FIFA game or to a Madden game. Yeah. You know, they added, like, you are this, you have pressure on you, you've got a career to run, you've got, you know, your ass is on the line for this game. Because where yeah. else can they go? They have amazing sports games. There's no doubt that yeah. EA make fantastic sports games. They do. Right? Of course. But where do they go? And I think drama is, like, kind of the next thing for EA. They're going to add, like, this drama, not a story for everything, but yeah. some kind of play. I don't know. I mean,. <sighs> It's, I mean, it, like like Duke said, I think it sort of almost makes sense with a Madden game or a FIFA game because teams change every year, the the players change, you know, and all that sort of stuff. And they've all added in these, like, career modes so you can be a striker for a whole season or whatever, can you, and sort of move up through the ranks, I guess. But, you know, and I guess the same applies to Madden games, I don't know, but I'm guessing the same sort of thing applies to those. But with golf, I don't know how you would do that because it's just... Tough, isn't it? Because it's single. Oh, what player. about Tin Cup? You could use that as your storyline. That was a good golf movie. Yeah, yeah. Tin Caddyshack. Bill. They should make a Caddyshack game. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Classic. But I don't, a Cinderella I don't story. You know, I think when they have these board meetings, especially for the golf games, they must be really struggling now to sort of add new well, yeah. things in. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh, I've got this idea. You know, let's do I, I, pressure. Mistresses. Do pressure. <laughs> yeah, enough of those jokes. That's it now. No more. Oh, I'm sorry if I stepped over the line. Yeah. Please, Stu, correct yeah. me. Yeah, stop yeah. me now. Okay. My bad. I didn't never, mean to go overboard never with tell it. tell any jokes about yeah. mysteries, exactly. etc. Um, so anyway, Chinny, other stuff? Uh, so, yeah, other stuff. I finished Castle Crashers with, um, with my nephew, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Madeline, my, my niece, Madeline, gave up a little bit. She... Well, there was something furry on the TV, oh. right? Not literally on the TV. I mean, like in the other room. <laughs> so she, she, like, she's distracted by anything fluffy. Uh, or Monsters furry. Inc. or something. See, well, she, well, but... she wanted to do girl stuff. No, she's uh, she just uh, she likes lions and stuff, and you know there wasn't enough animals in Castle Crashers. So because she loved, she loved, you know, the little animal that followed you around in Castle Crashers. You know that little thing that you can adopt in Castle Crashers, like little bats. Yeah. Or... yeah, yeah. She yeah. loved those. She went, I want that one. Right, she was going mad for them. Um, uh, but she kind of got bored. And 
Yeah, Jimmy finished it with me and couldn't play it enough. And he's now like, I want to be the green one now. I'm going to be the green one. He says, you've got to start again. You won't be as struggling as you were before. No, it's fine. I'll be the green one. And he's like, and then with the red one, I'm going to get my my strength up. And so it's, I'm training him how to level up. And now he knows. And he's like, I'm a level 23. So, yeah, it was good. Good time. But, you know, I mean, do you not remember? It's funny, really. When I think back to being, you know... 11, 12 years old, and you know, I had you know, all my mates around my spectrum out and loading up those games to play, and you know, all going around to my mate who had a Commodore 64 and he had it in his own like attic room. You know, we used to go up there and play, and it was just such a cool thing to do on a Saturday afternoon or whatever. You know, and I can't think anymore, is it? It seems like everybody goes to their own house. And they play in their own. I know. I mean, it, it was, I don't know. I mean, but, kids today. I, yeah. Uh... You know, when obviously we played, it was like everybody in the same room playing, you know, and just passing the controller between yourselves playing, you know, some crap like Paperboy or Commando or something. Hey, Paperboy was an awesome game. Yeah, it's Whatever. not really. It isn't real. <laughs> um, Commando was pretty cool, though. On the, on in the, the land of my memory, it's awesome. No. Yeah. Play it now. Play it now. Yeah, play it now. No, I, don't, I want it to be where it is. In and the, the, you know, the other thing memory. I remember the most about back in those days was you would just you would load up a game which took 10 minutes because it was on a tape and what have you, right? Then you'd play it for probably 10 minutes, and then you would load up another one. It was like, oh, yeah, I've had enough of that now. Let's play something else. And you would just, yeah, I mean, that's what we did anyway. And it was just sort of one game after another. Let's play this one now. What does this look like? You know, and I think I think it's it's weird how obviously gaming's changed. I guess in the sense, it's just funny to think back and the way we play compared to what you do now. I guess, but that's technology, isn't it? Um, so, anything else from you, Ginny? Anything else you were playing? Yeah, it definitely is back in the day. That it does seem weird now thinking back. Um, but Ginny, yeah, anything else from you? Nope. Well, I've been playing a raft of stuff, so I better get going. Jesus. Get going. I, I think we've got to finish the podcast after you. I know, yeah. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Wow! Don't you? Uh, yeah, Motorstorm Apocalypse demo to start off. I played is that. that. Is that on the UK? Thing? It is. And also, I keep forgetting to tell you, but Back to the Future is out on the UK store. It came out last week. Yay! Oh, yeah. Oh, that's actually... Oh, it's possibly yeah. even the week before now. It's a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's been out. I haven't... I know you don't do that. But yes, it's out. If you want to download the demo and have a go, it is there to but play. The full, the full Back to the Future game is out as well. It is fifteen ninety nine. it is, for the whole game. Okay. No, but what they do is, I think they give you episode one, and then as they release them, you just get them. You know? Oh, you, that's all of them? Yeah, that's for the whole game, yeah. Oh, okay. That's for all of them. I don't, I don't care. I'll give them 100 pounds. I don't care. Yeah, that's for all of them. That's and the then, you know, the ones that aren't released, you'll just get those when they come out. Whatever. I, I thought they were all separately priced. No, no, no. There isn't any separately priced. You can't just buy episode one. Oh, okay. You Fine. just have to buy the whole lot. and they'll just... by me. Yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Yeah, uh, yeah. but Mode Storm Apocalypse, um, it's a different demo than, the, than we played at Eurogamer. So it isn't the same demo as that one. It's a slightly different one. Um, it's okay. You know, I was impressed. You know, it was cool and everything was crashing and bang. It, it's got this weird dynamic, though, where the first lap, nothing happens. And then it's the second lap of the race where everything starts falling apart. Um, so it's pretty cool. But, uh, you know, as we know, due to the Japanese earthquake and et cetera, it, it has been postponed indefinitely at the moment. 
um, until I don't know when, until I guess they feel that it's tasteful enough to release it, you know, due to its unfortunate similarities to, to you know, to the disaster. That's tricky, has... isn't it? Uh, tricky. Yeah, I think, I mean, to a certain extent, I think they've done the right thing. Uh, Can't they just release it in the UK? No, it's, it's been, you know, Sony have pretty much uh, put it on hold everywhere. You know, so it can't be released anywhere. And it's, it's being released in the US, though, right? No, it's not being released anywhere. Oh, I thought it was just the UK and Japan. N- nope. Some people have managed to get copies because they got early copies. Because, because I thought I thought it was the PAL versions in Japan and... Uh... No, as far as I know, I could be wrong, but as far as I know, it's not releasing anywhere. But, you know, maybe it has been released in America, but I thought it wasn't. As far as I know, apparently they've put it on hold everywhere as a mark of respect, really, for, you know, what's happened in Japan. Um, so who knows when that's coming out. I mean, they could have done any number of things. They could have donated some of the profits from it to the fund, I guess, or, you know, still released it. Who knows? But it is, it is unfortunate that the content of the game is, you know, a city, you know, in the midst of earthquakes and stuff and everything's falling down. You know, it's not exactly the, the a good timing. So I do feel for the developers, you know. You know, because it must be hard that to. I thought you were going to say you feel for the people of Japan. Eh, I feel for I them feel as for the well. I feel for them as well, but I also feel for the developers because obviously they, you know, they spent all this time and effort getting this game ready to go, and you know, it's just unfortunate, I guess, the content of it. So we'll just have to wait for that. But yeah, there's but... a Russian attack reboot coming out this month. There's a what? Russian oh, attack. Russia and attack. Russian yeah, attack. Russian attack. I thought that already come out. Thirtieth of March, according to this. Yeah. Huh. So there you go. Sorry, go ahead. No, I didn't know that. Uh, so that was so I got the so I played that. It was pretty cool. Um, and then I played the Mortal Kombat demo. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Do you know? Um. Hold on. Did you like Mortal Kombat for, first time around? I remember playing it and going and giggling with it. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I remember giggling when I was about 14, but I'll be honest, as an adult... Did you get into it, though? Did you nah. did, did you play it so much that you was drawing it on the front of your book covers at school? I remember knowing all of the fatality moves, etc., and all that sort of stuff on the Commodore. I had it on the Commodore Amiga uh, back in the day. And you did draw pictures of Goro on the front I of your didn't, school no. books. I definitely never did that. I did that. Did you? Anyway, it's so an yeah, awesome I've got to say, have you have you played the demo, Ginny? Have you had a go with it? I haven't. I haven't switched on my PlayStation. Oh no! Oh no, you haven't, have you? Uh, anyway, I don't know. I was a bit. It just seems. I'm, to... I'm looking forward to this. It looks really good to me. I don't know. It, it looks like Mortal to... Kombat Two, which is exactly what I want. Yeah, but you, well, you know, okay, you know, in Dragon Age Origins, right? No. If, you, if you leave, well, you probably are, but Duke will know what I'm talking about. If you leave the full gore setting thing on, as you kill stuff, you just gradually get covered more and more in blood. Yeah. As it, well, it, and if you put on the gooey bits, the so, super explode perk, then when you shoot somebody in the vats, then their their body goes over and their eyeballs go flying out. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's all out. Yeah, but it's a bit like that, to be honest. A little. 
as you sort of fight it, you eventually just get drenched in blood. You so you just yeah, but it wears off. You go to camp and you no, clean up. No, it definitely doesn't wear off in in Mortal Kombat. Well, in my game, it did. It, well, it might have done in your game, but in Mortal, maybe your character just is nasty and never bathed. If you, if you put it on persistent gore, as far as I can remember in in oh, Dragon Age, it doesn't. Huge buckets of blood it always. It doesn't people. wear off. No, it doesn't wear off. It just stays there. Just well, maybe I didn't have that checked in my menu. Anyway. How'd you hook up with Morrigan? Hey, baby, how's it going? <laughs> ah, get away from me. <laughs> covered, yes. covered in it. Um, but in Mortal Kombat, it does that, right? So it's sort of you covered. And, uh, I mean, it's it's sort of cool, but wrong in sort of other ways. Because you're sort of looking. And as you're fighting, right? Say you're fighting this woman, right? There's, like, obviously women characters. Now, don't even quiz me on the names because I'm, not, you know, no massive Mortal Kombat fan. But I'm sure you know all the names of all the different... Uh... <laughs> You know, oh, I thought that was the part where they said the names. Yeah, anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> so you're beating up like the, one of the women characters. You know, this waif-like woman who's obviously very deadly because, you know, she has all these special moves, etc. But her face is like totally mashed in, right? And it's just like, oh my God, is, is there any real need for that in a game of this day and age? You know, it just seems to be reveling in the, in the controversy that it had you wait, know, wait, wait. all those years Mortal Kombat ago. reveling in controversy? I know. And then, they? And then on top of that, You're right? You're giving Mortal Kombat a bad name, like on The Simpsons. You're giving a three-card money a bad name. And then on the top of that, right, when you finish playing the demo and you've done your fights, etc., uh, it has, you know, like, you do this thing at the end where it goes, and this, and all this other stuff in the game, you know, where it does the other stuff. Yeah. And they have this X-ray mode, right? <laughs> So basically, all the bones you broke exactly as it's happening. So you can sort of, <laughs> and, and it had like you know, like one of them's got like a staff, and it shows it poking through the eye and coming out the back of their head in X-ray. <laughs> and it was just—I'm waiting for them to do the Matrix, like swirl around. Here's like you got right through his eyeball. It was like, what's I, the problem? Right. So that was, <laughs> this sounds great. What is your and then beast, goes, do? And all new fatalities. And then he shows him like, what's, what's wrong with that? From limb and head. I don't want fatalities in my Mortal Kombat right, game. Right. Was one, eh. right? Where he where he sort of got the the opponent and dipped the face in molten lava and lifted it up and all the face was melted off and stuff. Here's Stu's review of Mortal Kombat. Um, it's, there's all this blood and it's just so gross and there's like you know it, faces in lava. It's like ugh, give me a break. But right, okay, let me ask you this, right? Who, <laughs> what did you expect? Who is that appealing to though? Because it certainly isn't thirteen-year-old boys. And yes. what dating is that game? Who cares? No, no, this is the whole point, isn't it? Mortal Kombat 2 was too old for me when I played it. Do you think that's not me? Whatever. But it's an 18 rated game, and yet it's appealing to kids who are five years younger than that. It's also got the nostalgia thing. Exactly. Uh, They're making this game for for the people that play Mortal Kombat. The people like me that play Mortal Kombat the first time round that wasn't supposed to play it, right? They're making that game for me, right? They're making that game for people like me. Right, that for people like me, for people that played Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 and knew they wasn't supposed to, and that keep moaning because Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe was terrible, right? And just just make Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat. Just put fatalities in there, just put blood in there, and toasty, and then we're happy, right? That's it. That's the point. Everything you just described is exactly what I want in my Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, you're going to love it then. Right, well, what do I, what do, what am I playing Mortal Kombat for? Because I want to know Shed to Song is going to kill Lua Kang? Because I don't give a fuck about that. I want to kill, rip people's heads off. That's it. <laughs> it. <laughs> Whatever rocks your boat. Can you keep playing that clip through the podcast? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs>
<laughs> when someone says something clever or funny, I gotta get a better version of it. But uh, <laughs> oh my god, awesome! But yeah, I mean, I personally, I don't get it at all. I don't get it. I don't get why you would want. No, to... you don't get it. Got it? Fatality. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, Fatality. Just play it for next week and just let us know what you think, seeing as you're really looking forward to it. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, you can see what, how your opinion compares to Grandpa's over here. <laughs> I know, yeah. Oh, I don't get these crazy... Blo- Why would you play that game? Why, you you, you say, look at old Magdalene. What, what's that? Why is that fun shooting people? That's not these fun at all. kids, oh, they're not going to... They shouldn't I'm be getting playing this stuff filth. Like as well, I, I just feel like playing this game is like going back 15 years. You're getting old. I am getting old, but then I also think like games need to move forward from this. You're almost. This is holding it back. Not every game has to be L.A. Noir, right? Not every game. I get you. I get. And besides, didn't you like Mad World? Yeah, actually, I did. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, what the heck? Mad World because it was weird and shit. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> liked it. <laughs> it's so popular. There you go. Yeah, I think that's a bit of a moot point now, isn't it? <laughs> it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> of, and no one knew about it and everybody was raving about Street Fighter you'd be all over it <laughs> yeah I guess I mean it's interesting as well because one of, one of the fatalities was he got in right and there was a subway train it reminds me I guess of Mad World a little bit and he puts his face in a train as he's speeding past yep you can do exactly the thing in Mad World I think yeah more or less, more or less. Mad World is even more ridiculous because they have trash cans with spikes oh. on I think the difference is, and I guess this is why I'm not as bothered about <laughs> because Mad God, was unpopular, really... unpopular, and on the way of no, all. Kinds. I think Mad World was <laughs> so ridiculous and over the top, and there was no realism to anything. It was cast. <laughs> I like Mortal Kombat. It's so realistic. I mean, no, but... the amount of times I see Scorpion walking okay. down the road. What you need to right? What you need to do? Come you, what you need to do is play the demo and then tell me what you think because it is done in an extremely realistic way. You know, there's okay. sort of own break. It looks realistic, it doesn't mean it is realistic. No, it isn't, but isn't it? there's definitely nothing cartoony about it. Who's the guy with that it, stupid hat in uh, Mortal Kombat? Many, Raiden. I've seen many, many videos. No, no, no. Of... He's got a cool hat. That's the Ch- Japanese, the Chinese hat. I'm talking about the guy who like he slices you in half with his hat. Ah, uh, I, I didn't I'll see him. I'll get back to you, right? But well, here's what he needs to do. Take off that silly ass hat. There you go. I've Sorry, seen the. Chini, we're saying. It looks like cartoony to me. It's like an. Un, it looks like an Unreal Three game. You would you say Gears of War is realistic? No, it's just cartoony graphics looking thing. I guess. I guess. Well, I mean, it's, I guess it's just not my thing. It's just not your That's thing. Not Kung Lao. Bad. Kung Lao, Duke. Yeah. Kung Lao. Oh yeah, Kung Lao. Take off that silly ass hat. <laughs> anyway, I did play another game that I do like, um, and that was yes. World. Yeah, I did play it. You know, I need to get back and finish that because I did quite enjoy that. It was I fun. sold it. Yeah, yeah. What did you get? About a pound. <laughs> I sold it when it was like the same year it was released. Yeah, so you might have got more than a pound. Yeah. Um, but yes, I sent back 3D.Heroes because there's loads of new games coming out and I'm thinking, well, I'd rather play some of those and maybe get 3D.Heroes again in the future when I haven't got anything else to play. Yeah, you know, I'm getting Crisis that... 2 in the mail. Well, you see, there's all these new games and stuff. Fortnite so Championship, baby. Yeah, sent yeah. it back. 
And they sent me Alan Wake out, which was about as low down on my list as I could get. Why did you still have Alan Wake on your list? Because I wanted to play the DLC at some point in the future, but I had it on low huh. priority. And that, what I've started doing as well to try and make sure I get the games I want, but this didn't work either, is put, you know, if it's multi-format, I put both on there. So I put PS3 and 360 on. Uh, but that I made see. no difference either. So they sent me out Alan Wake. So I thought, well, you know, I might as well get the signal out of the way. So uh, so that's what I did, really. So I played the um, DLC. I, re- I really liked it. I, f- I thought it was very good. I really you liked know, it. I heard that it's not a lake. <laughs> what? It's a river. It's an ocean. An ocean! Break. Come on, man. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, sure. Uh, so the signal, yeah, it's about an hour and hour and a half to two hours long. So it's it's fairly hefty. So that's that was fine. It's about the. I remember, I remember what you said about this game, Duke. You just you don't like playing a game that gives you permanent uneasiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah just it just it's 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 based on oh, like f- tension and fear of running out of stuff rather than well, stuff jumping out at you. Dead Space Two demo. Why did you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Because I thought maybe it'd be a little different. Look, look, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Right, this game or this DLC, is much harder than the game. Well, Not... guess who won't be playing it and it has two thumbs? <laughs> it's much harder. I'm pointing at myself they've, with my thumbs. I know. They've ramped up the tension. They've ramped up the lack of stuff. Um, there's no lack traditional drops of ammo. Stuff. Yeah, there's no traditional ammo drops or anything like that in this game. Uh, basically... Oh, boy, where do I sign up? Okay. You know the end of the game with all the words and stuff? And you shine your torch on them, and yeah. they change. Yes, well, it's, that was it's, pretty cool. Well, it, it's basically the whole game revolves around that premise. I see. So if you want ammo, so they you... figured out what they did right, and then they're like, "Let's just keep yeah. doing this." So if there's a word say like tools, and you shine your torch on tools, it'll turn into ammo and stuff, you know, and batteries and things to pick up. Wait, you shine your light on tools, and it turns into ammo? Yep. <laughs> Can you shine your light on like the word spinach, and it turns into a cake? Absolutely. How did awesome. you? Know? How did you know? Uh, but the enemies, what they've also done, the enemies are a lot less distinct now in this as well. So they're almost like ghost images until they're up, up close and personal. So you don't often see it. And they flank you, they come from behind you. It's, it's well, they did that in the main game. Yeah, they yeah it. but it's, it, it just feels ramped up. It yeah. feels, and it's completely off the wall because you, you visit a lot of the locations from the main game, but they're all Weak. squished together. Weak. Yeah. So there so you'll come out for instance you come out of the cafe at the beginning and then you walk across the road jump over a fence and you're at the church and stuff like that. So and it's just really cool what they did. I just really liked it, you know, and it it, it sort of filled in none of the blanks that were from the get the main game where you were a bit confused about stuff. Oh game was a blank. Yeah, it just confuses stuff more. But it was cool. I, I really enjoyed it. it I cool. I loved that away, don't get me wrong, but yeah. I, the story lost me a little bit. Yeah, well, it, it is a bit like that. I mean, that. But well, that's know, the it, point, right? Like, yeah. I watched all those like Alan White web series things before yeah. it, and they made no sense. And I still yeah. liked them. I thought that was good. It fills in some of the blanks, but it gives you more questions as well. And there's some stupid set. There's a section in the game, right, where there's like a vehicle section, yeah, and you have to get into this like Range Rover, drive a hundred meters, get out. Switch a switch, get back in the car and drive back while loads of stuff's attacking you. And you're mm. like, what's the point of that? Why <laughs> drive a hundred meters? You know, it just felt like they just put it there just for the sake of. It's like that detective game Chinny was talking yeah. about a while ago, yeah. where it's like, just drive through the museum. 
Yeah, you know? it was just like, oh, we need a bit of a driving section because we have vehicles and stuff. Let's do that. You know, I mean, in the main game, it was fine because you had to get from point A to point B. But in this, it was just a bit like, eh, don't And get on it. weekends, point C. Yeah. And the other thing that it feels like as well, you know, obviously in the main game, there was lots of, well, not lots, but there were quite a few light areas, you know, where there was a street light or a light in the forest where you could run to. You know, yeah. and obviously you get a safe haven for. They're really scarce. You do get them, but nowhere near in the same amount. You might get one or two through a whole section if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, so it definitely you do feel like. I mean, I, there was one section where I I tried quite a few times, just kept getting killed in the end. I just ran for it <laughs> and hopefully got to the oh, next yeah. checkpoint. Um, so it, it's tough, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, and did you say that this DLC was a little off the wall, Stu? I would say yeah, it's a little off the wall. Yeah, clip. Yeah. Classic. Flight, to the, flight oh. to the Concords. Michael Jackson's off the wall. Yeah, I'd say. Off the planet. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then the final thing, I purchased um, the Prince of Persia trilogy in HD for the PS3. So I'm, I am in the I moment. I that was out. Yeah. So oh. and I, it was a bargain price of £13. So it was only like... You know what, though? There's a part in Sands of Time that yep. drove me absolutely ballistic, and I, I won't go near the game now because of it. Really? What was that? I don't know what around. Yeah, it's that. circular. What? Yeah, come on. Yeah, like big circ- bird you're on this circular thing, All and right. you think you're safe, and then it's like it's a trap or something, and like a hundred monsters appear, and it's like an elevator. And you're like going up, and you can't block them, and they're really tough, and it just drove me insane when I played it. One time I lost my stuff because of it. Oh, I, I don't, I don't remember that. I played the whole game. I don't remember that. I played the whole game too. I, it was I, I apparently did it once, and then I went to play it again because I love the game so much. And I got to that part, and I was like, I can't do it. Yeah, I haven't got there yet. I haven't got there yet. Hmm. But it's interesting. Well, it's Prince of Persia. Where did you get it from? What me? Yeah, uh, I got it from Shop Two. And it's on the PS3 only, right? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, thirteen quid. I will get it. Mm. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, the HD stuff they've done is cool. If you've got a 3D TV, it works on that as well. So they've put it into 3D as well, you know. <gasps> but I haven't got any of that malarkey. I've only got a 1D yeah, TV. Yeah, so it's, it's a 1D <laughs> it's a for me. Um, but do you know what? I think they've done a really cool job of it. And never having played it the first time around, this is all new to me. You know, it's all new. Uh, but I can see the similarities to Assassin's Creed and, you know, the stuff that came from, you know, that game and went into those, which is quite interesting. Uh, yeah. The combat's quite... I like the combat. I've been impressed yeah, with the combat good. stuff. Combat's good. You know, they're sort of flipping over the enemies. The circular and, elevator. Yeah, no, I haven't got there yet, but uh, I'm not having too much of a trouble, but it's not easy. It's not the easiest of games. I even think that the story is decent in that game. It is. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 it's brilliant. It's good. Well, it's 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 brilliant it, uh, to its time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially because it incorporates the mechanic into the story, and also because the prince is a he's a jackass. But towards the yeah. end of the game, he kind of he kind of he, he learns Man's from his up. mistakes. Yeah, he, he causes it all to begin with, as we know. Yeah, and he, he, it's his fault, and then he realizes that, and you know, it's really it's really cool. So I'm enjoying it, and it's it's got that sort of uh, Tomb Raider vibe going on as well, which I quite like. Yeah. You know, I like all the platforming, I like all the puzzle solving, I like all the working out, and I love the bit when you do a save, it then shows you the next area you got to get through, and it shows you how to do it, you know, which yeah. way you've got to go, and I like all that, so I'm quite enjoying it yeah. so far, you know, and I think they've done a good Preview job. type of thing? Yeah. 
I mean, it's interesting as well because they've taken, they've done a similar thing to the the God of War series where the cutscenes are still standard def, yeah. and the and the gameplay is in HD. And it, the difference again is quite astounding between the the cutscenes and the gameplay. You know, so they've they've done a real good job of it. And it, it, it is quite. I definitely recommend getting it. It's fairly cheap to pick up now, so I definitely recommend that. Um, and then the only other two things I've played, main two things, uh, is Sonic the Hedgehog and Street Fighter Four on the iPhone. I've been playing both of those because uh, if you bought them, all the proceeds go to the Japanese uh, tsunami fund. Oh, so you bought them for good reasons. I did. I didn't buy them because I particularly wanted to play them. I bought them to donate. Yeah. Sonic's so, so if you have an iPhone, uh, if you buy either of those, all the proceeds go to Japan, etc. So, so go and buy those. And that that's about it for me. Um, I know a lot of stuff. I think, yeah. um, at this point, let's let's do Quamrian, and then let's when we not do him, let's, let's just listen let's to him. Do and then when we come back, we'll talk about the game he gave us to play. So off you go. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quarnian on Xbox Live. This week, I am going to be looking at what would otherwise be a classic, but obviously this game has been remade probably more times than children have been born. And uh, that game would be Breakout, and the new iteration of this tried-and-true game is going to be Ion Ball. What you're going to get from this game is... A lot of the same. You can expect to break bricks. You can expect you're going to have a paddle. You can expect there is a ball of some sort. And you can expect that the gameplay is going to revolve around breaking the bricks. What you will not expect is that this game has bosses in it. It has extremely good graphics. I'm not really sure why they decided to release this onto the indie games. Because this honestly looks like an Xbox Live Arcade title. But they did, and I guess it's just good for everybody who actually checks this out, because what you're getting is a really, really high-quality title for a few bucks. And they put a lot of polish into this game, and it really does do what a clone... If you're going to make a clone, at least make it a damn good clone. And they did that. I wouldn't say it's it's the most exciting game in the world, but they definitely tried some different things. The boss fights are pretty cool. There's actually enemies that seem to be hell-bent on blocking your, your ball. In the same way that games like Devil Crush and Demon Crush would block your ball in that pinball game. So it's adding an interactive element that you otherwise wouldn't have in a breakout game. Otherwise... You know, usually the bricks just break, and they're different qualities. But um, there's usually not anything otherwise messing with you. And certainly not a boss that shoots at you while you're trying to hit it with the ball. So there's some cool stuff in there. And other than that, it's it's pretty basic, and I can't really go on too much about it, but it really didn't impress me because I don't really see stuff like this that often because you're not going to see what is probably an established studio drop into the indie games that often. They're just not going to bother. They'll release a game on a cell phone or the iPhone instead. So I guess kudos to them for releasing something on the uh, indie game service. And hopefully people will check this out because who knows, it probably is on the iPhone. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but uh, it's probably cheaper on the indie games. So uh, give it a gander. Uh, You never know, you might like it. And looking ahead, 
I've been playtesting a game quite a bit, actually. A lot more than I expected I would for a game of this sort. Uh, called Infinity Danger by a studio that we should more or less be used to by now, Milkstone Studios. Um, they've actually made quite a few really quality indie game titles. Quite a few of them, actually, all the guys on the podcast have enjoyed. So um, they're doing quite well for themselves to get that kind of positive reviews. And this one is basically You Will Die, which I did quite a while back, but with 3D graphics and kind of taking that gameplay and just tweaking it and perfecting it. And of course, they're adding their own little flavor to it and it's just not a terribly complex game it is still a boss rush game just like you will die it's missing the cool sadistic robot female that is taunting you as she tries to kill you but some people found that annoying so i guess it's no loss but uh it's it's really cool and it's it's a lot of fun to just see how far you can get just like it was in you will die but it's just a lot more polished and from what I could tell, it's probably going to sell for a dollar because of the file size, but I wouldn't be surprised if they tried to push for 240 But it's just something to look out for because this game has only been done once, and that was in You Will Die, so to have a slightly better version of that is, is not the worst thing in the world. So I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to this, and anybody who's into shooters should definitely keep an eye out for Infinity Danger by Milkstone Studios. There you go. Uh, so there you go. Iron Ball. Iron Ball. So I'll start off this week. There you go. And then we don't have to decide which one of you two is going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Uh, I really like this. I thought it was really cool. Why? I just like the breakout thing. I like the power-ups. I thought it looked good. I thought it worked well. I thought it was like cool gameplay. I thought the graphics looked nice. I like the sort of little power-ups and stuff. Um and I hovered, I must admit, I hovered over buying it and then didn't. <laughs> then I never did. Oh, jeez. The See, best I, thing you do is say how much you love indie I, games and then you don't buy them. I'll tell you why, right? I have something like, at the moment, about 900 points. Or something like that, 920 points. And this one was how many? 240. So it would have meant I was left with less than 800. That's so, just a bit of chunk of change, no doubt. It's, well, it's not only that, but it's sort of... You know, there's quite a few things coming up, you know, that I might be interested in buying. So I want to save me 800 points in case I want to buy anything else that comes out. So yeah. I sort of didn't do it because I nearly, I almost also nearly bought the uh, the writer, you know, the other part of the DLC for uh, Alan Wade, but I didn't do that because I was 560. So I'd have been left with some weird amount of points again. So I didn't mm-hmm. do it. Uh, so what did you think, Duke? Um, I thought it was all right. It reminded me kind of of Arkanoid. Uh, but less fun. Like I played a lot of Arkanoid back in the day, and uh, not so much of this. Uh, it's okay. It just feels a little slow and a little clunky. Uh, the boss fights were interesting. I mean, it certainly does some unusual things. So yeah, so you didn't buy it, I guess, any not guys. No, I did not. No, you did not. And Chini, what did you think? Yeah, I, I agree with Duke. Like, Quamrin sounds like he's never played Breakout before. I don't know what his fascination with this game is. He must have played the, a very early version of Breakout that was like had no color to it or any or power ups because this is like every other Breakout game I've ever played. Yeah. It's exactly the same. I'm not saying it's a bad version, but I'm not saying it's particularly new or interesting. It's just Breakout with some power ups with some steampunk aesthetics. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not a big uh, breakout fan or I like breakout, but this is yeah. normal. This is every breakout I've ever played. Yeah, but yeah, I thought it was okay. I quite liked it, but I didn't. I nearly bought it, but didn't. So there you go. Okay. Um, yes, earlier on, earlier on, he says, I did allude uh, to a story that were from the show notes back in 2008. That we oh yeah, back in the day when I back was young. In the day, okay. This is something we talked about on the show three years ago when we did the 360 Plex show, which was, uh, yeah, are you ready for this? Shane Kim, Shane Kim, confident, uh, 360 will have a seven-year lifespan. Okay, so this was the 14th of May 2008, so it's slightly earlier than I thought it was. It was sort of must have been in May when we recorded that show. So May 2008. And and get this, this is the best bit about this story, right? Are you ready for this? You both ready? The most interesting, Shane Kim was, you know, obviously saying he was confident the free seats will last seven years. Well, I think that's a given, really, don't you? I think it will definitely last for seven years. So, yeah. so that'll take it up to, I guess, uh, 2012. 2012, yeah. Now, but this is this is the funniest thing, right? Listen to this, right? Okay, this is what he said. Microsoft is confident that the Xbox 360 will live out at least a seven-year lifespan, accommodating all three games in the two human trilogy. Things <laughs> 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 that never happened, right? Eh? Yeah, says Microsoft Games. So here's two, two human two coming on. I don't know. I'd love to know that. I'd love to know that. Oh my god, I was like... Hey, uh, Dennis Doyak, you're I know, yeah. What the hell's going on, man? He's making an excellent game now. I know, I believe so, yeah. Well, they're on hard times, aren't they? Movie tie-ins, man. That's what you get at the bottom of the barrel. There Listen, you Dennis. <laughs> your two-human game flop, big time, man. You need to bounce back. You need to bounce back, Dennis. No, it's an epic story. We need an X-Men game. No! Not X-Men. I'm like, better than it's that. It's almost like a punishment, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you can do a movie tie Do a movie tie game. Yeah. Everyone will love that. Uh, okay, moving on. Okay. Uh, what I'd like to touch on next is something I came across this week. Okay. And basically, I came across, not a, I mean, a girl-only website. That's not probably the best, the best way to sort of describe it. But there's a uh, website, okay, called... This is about naked men or something? No. It's called... The website is called Fat, Ugly, or Slutty. Okay. Okay. Is this in some way video game related? It is definitely video game related. Oh. Go on. Hey, so so the tagline is, you play video games, so are you fat, ugly, or slutty? Right. Oh. And that's the website. Okay. Yeah. But it's not what you think. I don't think it's oh. what you're going to think it is. But basically, this website is devoted to... Uh, girl gamers or female gamers, and if somebody gives them abuse online, they can publicly name and shame them on this site. Oh, okay. So they post. That isn't it. what I expected. So yeah, it does exactly. Sound good. So they post. I was expecting a a a, a website for crocodiles. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, why do they call it fat, ugly, or slutty? Because that's obviously the the abuse or the type of abuse they get. Uh, okay, I guess you. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it's like hollaback. Yeah. 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 Cool. And there's quite a few of these, and some of them are really quite disturbing, I have to say. Well, yeah, I'll bet. And I just think it's really, really sad that, you know, some of the, you know, things that people do. Uh, yeah. so they, what they try to do is take a picture of the gamer tag and the message they've received, and then they post it up on here to sort of name and shame these people. Nice. Uh, so, for Good instance, for them. I know, yeah, so I thought we'd read out a couple of these gamer tags. If you want to give them some abuse back, you're more than welcome to. Yeah incite people to go and do it 
So the first one, unfortunately, they didn't get the gamer tag on this one, but he sent uh, to a female gamer, uh, please, 1,500 Microsoft points to hear you moan. Ugh. Uh, was the first one. Okay. So that was the first hey, one. Hey, send me that. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll uh, do it for 800. Uh, I'll do it for 700. Yeah. Well, you could do it for free. You could hear him moan on this podcast uh, all the while. Uh, I'm sick. <laughs> I got a stomach flu. I'm sick of all this work I got to do. Something's happening. So this next one is from someone called Ferb Swad. That's his uh, tag, but I'm not sure what, what this is on. Uh, it doesn't look like... It's like the messenger. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know what it is. But he's put, hi, sexy, I want you, baby. Hey, Ugh. sexy, how are you? Hey, sexy. Hi, what are you doing, sexy? Want to have some fun? I'm naked right now. Hi, how's it going? I mean, why would you even do that? Because he's hoping that the female will... Pretend that it's really a guy, but it'll pretend to be a female who will be into like, all right, Xbox nakedness or whatever. And like he can pretend to have this awesome experience and that everybody's pretending. That's what he's hoping, I think. I can't imagine how bad your social skills would have to be to think that that would actually win you points with a woman you don't know. Hey, I'm naked. Ah. Uh, uh, (laughs) Uh, Next one's from a guy called Fighting Note. He's a jolly chap, isn't he? Uh, fighting note, all one word, and he said uh, he sent a friend mess- a friend request. It was ignored. They decided they didn't want to be his friend. And I don't know what it is about that gamer picture, but everyone I've seen with that gamer picture tends to be a bit of a knob. I don't know, a maybe a kid with a blown bottle. Yeah, I, I just think it's a- anyway. Then he said something very horrible. I'm not going to repeat that even. And then he said, um, yeah, something even equally horrible. Some of these are even readable, you know. Where are you oh. reading these from? Uh, it's it's from a the, website called FatUglyOrSlutty.com. Well, I'm looking for the thing. You, it's you, a link. It's all to gay, girl gamers. Uh, this I is what... See the, uh, please, 1,500 walks off points to hear you moan. Yeah. yeah. What, and then scrolling got, down past the good game down. thing. And then there's one called, I guess he thinks I'm sexy. And then there's one called Request Denied that he's reading from now. I mean, there's this one here... Uh, from a guy called Mitzlife, Mitzlife, M-T-Z-L-I-F-E, and he lost a, a match in Marvel vs. Capcom 3, and he sent the message, I hope you get raped tonight. Yeah. You know, and... Anyway, what I wanted to sort of... Ah, you know, geez. apart from all these terrible sort of messages... I mean, what do we think? I mean, why why does this happen? Why, you know, why are girls getting such a bad time, you know, when they do play games? Because I mean, it's a boys' club, and we every, all the guys are like, well, they don't know what they're said doing. We, blah, then. Blah, blah, blah. You nearly said we. Well, we, we do. Guys should take responsibility as a group of people, and guys yeah. should stand up to this stuff when it happens. But we don't. We just go, oh, the guy's annoying. And also, like, Xbox... Has this, you know, the anonymity of it all, yeah. and and then if if a girl, well, that's what these Xbox, guys thought. Now their pictures online. Oh, if 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 a girl's playing Xbox, um, it means they like games, and it's like, ah, oh, girl likes games, and it's it's like a, a common interest that they can have. It's like a dream woman, yeah. right? they, you know. And most of these saying... guys are probably really bad social skills, so they don't know how yeah. to talk to women in real life. So they and, think, and oh, here's a chance. You know, like it, it shouldn't matter if if your girlfriend plays Xbox or not. You know, it doesn't. Doesn't really matter. Like you two, you know, you're married to women that don't are not massive gamers. So, hey, she's going nuts on the Angry Birds. As I say, she's not a proper gamer. Yeah, Yeah, not a proper gamer. That's not proper games. I mean, I I personally don't understand the mentality of people who do that. I don't get it at all. 
You know, we have girls who listen. We have girls on the website. We have girls on the forums. I have girls on my friends list. And I don't, to me, everyone's just a gamer. I don't think it matters, you know, yes, old yes, or young. Awesome. Yes, it's because you're an enlightened new age man, Stu. Yeah. Most of these 13-year-old boys are not. And yeah. like I say, they're probably really intimidated, especially by, you know, the girls at their schools and they come home and they, you know, what do they see when they, what do they think of when they see girl gamers? They think of the Ubisoft, what is it? The Playboy bunnies of the Well, I was going to come on to that next because. And it's like, that's what they think. So that's what they're associating girl gamers with. You know, it's like the fact it's, it's ridiculous. And I so mean, of course, they're going to see all women gamers in that same how, light. How do we? I mean, what do you think about the way that the media, you know, the gaming Pathetic. media, portrays women in in games? You know, because Pathetic. they're always rail thin Playboy models, and they're wearing, you know, God knows, skimpy little outfit. Hey, I'm a sex object. Meh. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's part of the problem. I don't think it's only the idiots on Xbox Live. Well, well I mean, each of the guys has responsibility for him or herself. They but, do. But it all feeds into it. Yeah, I do think that the way that, girl, you know, girls in there. I mean, recently, and I don't know whether you were aware of this, but there's um, there's another podcaster called Hip Hop Gamer. Have you heard of oh, Hip Hop Gamer? Oh, God. Have you heard of this guy? Is that really? Really? And I've got to talk about this because, you know. Really? This guy, basically, he felt he could help promote uh, women in the gaming industry. He could help. And how? How does he do this? Well, so he does this sort of interview about the woman, but without the woman in gaming presence. So he'll sort of pick, you know, someone who's got a bit of a profile on, you know, within the gaming industry, and then he supposedly he's going to big them up, you know, and let people know how great they are etc okay and he goes through all this thing is what are they funny what are they like personality wise what did he do in the gaming industry etc 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 gets to the end of his little show piece and then finishes off with uh, what are they like in bed right and that I mean that is pathetic no one one takes hip hop gamers seriously anyway he's an idiot they don't but he's just feeding that Idiot uh-huh. mentality. But at least with him, everybody knows he's an idiot. So who cares what he thinks? Yeah, I mean, it's, but a lot of people listen to him, you know. And he was, he's an idiot. I know. But then he was saying, oh, people like was, idiots. I mean, look like, how popular our show is. You know, and he didn't ask these. Okay, look how popular Rebecca Black is. Justin Beaver. Yeah. He's a beaver now. <laughs> he's a beaver. I, I heard that this week and I'm like, that's awesome. I, I, yeah, I just, I honestly, I don't get it. But, you know, but it's part of the whole, I mean, we look at the rest of society, too. You know, it's not just video games. It's, you know, Hooters is a respected family restaurant in this country. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we don't have a Hooters in this country, so I have no idea what that is even. Thank oh, the gods for that, because I'm sure they're planning on how to get into your country. Hooters would not fly, you know. You no know. one goes to Hooters for wings, as Chris Rock says. So well, I did hear a funny it? joke that Hooters. takes place in Hooters. You want to hear it real quick? Go to song about it. Hold, 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 wait, wait, wait. You got to explain what it is because yeah, what is Hooters? A restaurant where all the waitresses oh. have big boobs. Don't yes, you? and they wear these skin tight, tiny little shirts, and it's like, eh, hey, 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 welcome to Hooters. I mean, you know, I'm judging this based on the office, and I've never been there. I don't know what the hell. Yeah. But anyway, um, so. Uh, Jesus, uh, Muhammad, and the uh, Hindu elephant god Ganesh go into a Hooters, and uh, God shows up, and they're all like, 
oh, oh, God says, what are you doing in a Hooters? And they're all like, oh, we're just here for the chicken wings. We're just here for the chicken wings. And God says, oh, yeah, well, then why are you staring at my tits? <laughs> that's, yeah. That's a pretty funny joke. That's, and it's kind of a feminist funny. joke, too. So yeah, it's, it's like, a feminist yeah, joke. I like that. I like See, because God's a woman in that God's joke. a woman, I get it. Like, yeah. <laughs> God's a woman. Well, if, even if well God's a dude, he could, he could grow tits. Yeah, yeah, he, he could, could do, do what he wants. He's got. He's Morgan, he's he's Morgan Freeman. Day. He can do what he wants. He could be a man with glandular problems. That's true, be. Duchess. Thank be. you. He could be. Um, but well, yeah, I mean, Morgan Freeman can do what he wants. He's got. I mean, as it <laughs> yeah. as it happened, I I have got a few girls on my friends list, so I I sent them a message to see what they thought about it. You know, why they think it is. If they had any, what did they send back? Stop bothering me, Stu. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's oh. it. You're going on fat, ugly, or slutty. Stalking me. Uh, and I did get a voice message, which I have sent to you. Now, I hope you sort of saved that somewhere. Now, oh, I, I said, got it. I said I wouldn't sort of read out any game of talks because we may have people who listen who do that. I hope not. I'd like to hope we don't. Uh, but you never know, do you? GH yeah. Rocker. I know, yeah. I'm well, he... Joking. No, well, we've got... We'll come back to GH Rocker. Um, but, yeah, so if you want to play that, this is this is what they thought. Hello, darlings. Oh, wait, wrong one. Sorry, my bad. Here we go. Well, I do have to say we get called more game uh, names than guys do. I'm not quite really sure why, and a lot of guys just act like we're not as pro as them. So there you go. That's what. Well, you're not. Honey joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, okay, to be fair, like, I don't know what it's like for being a female gamer. I can't, really? you know, obviously. I'm not going to speak for that. Well, not anymore. Not since that operation I had. But, uh... <laughs> Who said that? I can't say, yeah. And no, I can't. No, I said I wouldn't read out the game attack. Oh, you wouldn't? Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed I that. Didn't read out the game. Thank you, whoever that was. Yes, thank, thank you for that. Yes, they know you. who they are. GH Rocker. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, look, to be fair, a lot of guys do call each other names and stuff. I think that when it's a female gamer that they're up against, you know, let's say they lose to someone on the other team and the person on the other team... Uh, has a really high score and it's a female well that adds in the gender element too and a lot of guys just can't handle that especially guys in the u.s i don't want to speak for brits but you know like in the u.s they won't let you know wrestling in high school it's it's very very you you make sure that everybody's wrestling with people right around their weight you know they got all these different classes right so it's bound to be even if it's two people who are like 150 to 155 pounds Right, that's mm-hmm. going to be an even yeah. matchup. But they won't let males and females wrestle together because it's too embarrassing for the guy if he loses to a female. And so, do just, you think? I mean, do you think to a certain extent, you know, in America, it's more of a society thing than just the way that you you brought up in high school, like so? Well, we've always been really relaxed and enlightened about sex in this country. Huh. Back to our beginning. <laughs> I do think we have a really twisted sense of our own masculinity in America. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I just think, I mean, God lovers, you know, people just seem to get et up too, and take things too seriously as well. I think oh, absolutely, thing, sure. Um, but, yeah, but like I mean. Like I said, I think a lot of the guys are really frustrated in real life, so they have some way to take it out on these people, and they end up sending them things like, what up, girl? Bet you'd look good riding my wiener. Yeah, and I also think, I mean, the other thing, I think when guys on Xbox Live are sort of joshing each other and having a bit of banter, it sort of stays at that level. I think when a girl sort of beats them in a game, maybe they sort of take it to the next level and it becomes more personal and more aggressive and more... Well, exactly. 
Hulk- and, and he, he, this is the only way he has to respond to it. You know what I mean? Like if his ego is so hurt. And I mean, let's be honest. A lot of these guys are probably playing these games because there's not much else in their life that they feel really good about. So they know they can go home and pwn noobs on COD. And even if they didn't, you know, have any good interactions with their friends that day or, you know, they had a hard time at school or whatever it is, they can go home and they can, you know, be the master of the domain. And then here comes some woman and they think they're better than them. Oh, no, you don't. And they can take yeah. it to this next level. And I think also as well, I mean, that's not to say as guys we don't get the same sort of abuse. Oh, yeah, right, that exactly. happens. Yeah, but yeah. it's not to the same extent or right. the same level, I don't think. Or it's not Absolutely. quite as personal or nasty. I just, I always find it amazing that there's people out there like that, you know, and I guess yeah. I'm just a bit naive. You know, that I don't. Well, so... you certainly, you don't play a lot of online games these days. No, right? I avoid it at all there costs. There you go. To a certain extent, you're not because... staring into the abyss, man. Why, I... why, why do you avoid it, Stu? Uh, I think partly because, because you're scared I'm scared of women. <laughs> I'm scared of being beaten by a woman. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, I'm go. not. I'm not particularly uh, bothered about. I don't know. I'm just not. You're not competitive, competitive. really. No, yeah. I am, and I'm not. But not in. Not with that. You're competitive when when it comes to making a podcast. I'm not competitive when I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> you're competitive when you're making this podcast you are you're like oh we gotta get oh look we're on iTunes yeah yeah no well, I want it to be good I want people to enjoy what we do and you know all that sort of stuff I guess but yeah if you're a girl the, the best thing to do if yeah. someone sends you these messages totally name and chat them on this site but don't yeah. reply to them don't yeah yeah, yeah don't don't feed the trolls it's just a general good don't, rule don't yeah feed them because they, they get off on that yeah. even if you give them the time of day they'll They'll... I mean, interestingly, G.H. Rocker, he gave us this to say. He says, uh, Amy, which is his, his girlfriend, yeah, it could be any Amy, so it could be anyone, uh, gets criticised by g- other girls at school sometimes because she likes things like Cod and Gears of War. Yeah, I can see that. So, yeah, there you go. That's the best advice is just ignore these idiots and name and shame them on this site. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we'll put a link We'll put a link in the show notes if you want to well, go. Well, name and shame them on our site. We don't care. Yeah, name and shame them on our site. We, and we'll Although, read down to be fair, more people will probably go to the other site. Yeah, probably. But yeah, we'll read them out on the podcast. If you have any abuse off a bloke on, on you know, tell us the game attack. We'll read it out and then we'll get loads of people who listen to the show to give them abuse back. How about that? Or is that a bit of a two wrongs don't make a right thing? Just know. name and shame them. Yeah, no, just name no, and shame them. No abuse. No abuse. Yeah, we'll just name and shame them. Yeah. Yeah, let's have a do section. Naming and shaming idiots on Xbox Live. I've got one. Do Duke Scaff. Oh, yeah. Messages all the time. Idiot. Well, oh, with yeah. two H's, the well-known Dutch video gamer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Duke. <laughs> no, actually, we did have a, an email of someone who was complaining about Duke this week. Just let me find that in just a second. What? Was, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah listen. Uh, dear veteran gamers, uh, my name's Tom Bissell. Will you please stop that Duke bothering me all the time, sending me messages and stuff? There you go. He sent it us in this week. There you go, Tom. Yes. He says he's not your friend. Leave him alone. So there you Whatever. go. Whatever. That's not from him. Stop making up stuff. It's true. <laughs> no. Okay. I'd like to talk about the BAFTA video game awards. Oh yeah. Which were that was on the day after. I was I was in that building. The oh day yeah. Before. God. How did it go? How did it go? Oh, we lost. Oh, did you? Who won? But we went out with the the swimming one, right? We went out with yeah. the um with the lads who made the swimming one. And those lads were awesome. Like I, we got on so well with them that I wasn't too gutted that that we lost to them. As long as like no other team won, and we, that, me and Matt was really happy for them. Really happy for them. So I'm glad Exeter that Sam 
uh, Jordan and Luke. And Jordan is a, a very, very big game man. He completed Dead Space 2 recently. I told him about our site and he had a look and everything. He liked it. So. Okay. Let's go through these. Okay. Now, as we know, Peter Molyneux got a, like, an award at GDC for his contribution to video games, Lifetime Achievement Award. Looney of the Year Award. Looney of the Year. Uh, well, he got another one at the BAFTAs for the Academy Fellowship, which is the same as Lifetime Achievement Award. So there you go. So there yep. you go. Find out more about this year's fellow. Now, we know enough about Peter Molyneux. I don't need to look at that. We know, we know all about him. And Peter Molyneux. So that's two in as many months for him. Bless him. Okay. Well done, him. I know. Uh, okay, as we know, Red Dead Redemption wasn't in this because uh, Rockstar refused to pay whatever the submission fee is and enter the game into the awards. And they, they don't need awards. We don't need awards. We know our game's good. So they, they weren't interested, didn't enter it. Okay. Uh, so, okay, here we go. Action. So this was the category of action. And within this, we had Halo Reach, uh, God of War 3, Call of Duty Black Ops, Bioshock 2, Battlefield Bad Company 2, and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. So, uh, any ideas what won? What do you think? Oh, we're guessing. I'm sorry. Well, you can guess. Uh, I don't know. Battlefield. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Mass Effect. And that wasn't even in it. <laughs> oh. oh. Uh-huh. Assassin's, oh, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed Brotherhood won the award for best action game. Yay. Okay. Good. Uh, I approve of that. Artistic Achievement. Artistic Achievement. Uh, this one went to God of War 3. Cool. God of War yeah. 3. Happy right. with that? Yeah, I'm right yeah this is a great game. Okay. Fantastic game. Best game. We'll come back to best game because we'll come back to that. Okay. Uh, Why don't we come back to it? Yeah, we'll do that one last. Best family game. Best family game. We had Connect Sports. GTA 4. Connect Connect Sports, Sports Dance Central. <laughs> Connect Adventures. Connect Emuls. Uh, I don't know whether, how Connect Emuls is a family game because it's like a one-on-one thing. You don't all get in. Connect game. That's close enough. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lego Harry Potter Years 1 to 4 and Toy Story 3. And the winner of this was Connect Sports. Sports. Connect Sports won this. Yep. So there you go. Uh, Best gameplay. Best gameplay. Uh, We had Mass Effect 2. Limbo got a mention here, which was cool. Uh, Heavy Rain. God of War 3. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and Super Mario Galaxy 2. And it went to Super Mario Galaxy 2. So there you go. Best gameplay for that. Duke, you're going to be very upset with one of these. Yeah, I'm getting to that. Yeah, I am getting to I, that. That's, I, that's I believe that, that, that is the only reason she's reading these. That out, is right? the only reason I'm reading this list out. <laughs> yep. All right, go ahead. Come on. Okay. Let's Just so going. we can bring up the game of... I know. Handheld. handheld. Uh, we had uh, God of War, Ghost of Sparta, Lego, Harry Potter, Years 1 to 4, Professor Layton and the Lost Future, Sonic Colors, Super Scribble Notes, and uh, Cut the Rope. Cut the Rope off the iPhone. And Cut the Rope was the winner. So Cut the Rope. iPhone game. One best handheld okay. game. Now, the, I, I think that's the first one. For me, that's a little bit controversial. Uh, because, I mean, do we do we class the iPhone, iPod Touch as a handheld gaming console now? Yep. Is, do you think? Yep. You know, I think that's interesting. Because to me, I think you're having handheld. I still think it should be dedicated handheld. But, nope. You know. But obviously it isn't. Obviously it isn't. Okay, you, best. You talk about games you played on the on the iPod all the time, so I do, but I don't see it as a dedicated handheld you game. Still talk about it on a game. I know, podcast. I do, I do. That is true. Uh, yeah, StarCraft Two uh, for best multiplayer. This StarCraft Two, Wings of Liberty, Halo Reach, Call of Duty Black Ops, Battlefield Bad Company Two, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. So, what do we think won the best multiplayer out of all of those? Sorry, what are the options again? 
Starcraft 2, Halo Reach, Call of Duty Black Ops, Battlefield Bad Company 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. Starcraft 2. Starcraft 2, and you said Blops. Yeah. Nope, Need for Speed. There you go, best move. Oh my goodness. Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. I think that's a weird choice as well. Yeah. Well, I'm not has, saying has, anybody, not... has anybody here played it? No, I'm not saying no. it's not good. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not good. Okay. Uh, best original music. Uh, we had Super Mario Galaxy 2, Mass Effect 2, James Bond 007 Bloodstone, Fable, uh, Alan Wake, and Heavy Rain. So what was the best music, best original music? That was cool. Don't tell me it's Heavy Rain. Of course it's Heavy Rain. <laughs> the I mean, the music was interesting in Heavy Rain, I suppose. So you can't complain too much about that. Yeah, I can. No, that should never win any award ever. You have not got to the best one yet. Oh, uh, that wasn't the one pissed. that was supposed to make me angry. No, no, you're going to get oh, pissed Christ. off. <laughs> I'm not going to. Go ahead. Uh, let's just get to it. Let's just cut to the chase, shall we? Because I, I don't want to go through all of these. It's, it's, yeah. Okay. okay, let's go through these. Right. Best story in a game. <laughs> We've got Mass Effect 2, Fallout New. Don't, don't, don't. Don't yep. tell me. Juicy Black Ops, no. Back to Alan no. Heavy Ray. What do you think got best story in a game? I'm leaving the podcast if you <laughs> tell me that's what it is. Heavy Ray got best story. Heavy Ray got it's best story. It did. It did. Dick. Oh, he's gone quiet. I'm worried. <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> yes, he's gone. <laughs> 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 oh no! Well, we'll have to read out here. Thought I was lying. I need to go vomit. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh God, he really has gone. <laughs> yep, he's gone. He really has gone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why he typed. Thought I was lying. <laughs> he, he's really gone. Yeah. He's actually gone off the call. I know. <laughs> hey, why is that difficult for you to grasp? I know. Anyway, bring him back. He'll come back on. <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. Oh no! He's gone. <laughs> he's gone offline. <laughs> Jesus Christ! He's showing us offline, so I can't even call him back. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't actually. I, I physically cannot call him back. Well. <laughs> 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 You went. <laughs> well, I had to go. Oh, I was, my I was God. violently ill. It I'm... so happens that I recorded what happened when I got to the bathroom, and here it is. <laughs> just to let everybody know, I've just had to call Duke back in. If you didn't get that, Duke had actually cut off, and I've had to call him back to get him back in. <laughs> I had to go throw up. It sounded like this. Oh, so funny. Oh, God. I remind me of my... Really? Really? Not only that, but it also got best technical innovation. Well, I'm not as disturbed by that because I won't really argue with it. I suppose it does have some technical innovations. But story? Yeah. But come on, it was up against Call of Duty Black Ops. No, it was also up against Mass Effect 2. It's got a better story than Heavy Rain. Yes, and Fallout New Vegas. It was also up against Mass Effect 2. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 should have easily... Oh, my God. Well, yeah, then double vomit. Yeah. 
Uh, but yes, the overall game of the year, which I do agree with, went to Heavy Rain. Best game of the year. <sighs> no, it's... <laughs> I'm, Duke. I'm joshing you. I'm come joking. back, Duke. Hey, come back. Come back. Don't go. What? What? Uh, went no. to, went... I don't have to go vomit again? No, it went to Mass Effect 2. Oh, yay! Yay. But I'll be honest, these awards ceremonies, who votes for these? I mean, who is the panel that decides this? Because some of them are weird. Some are just weird. Game, game journalists. Yeah. yeah. Which ones, though? Weird. UK ones and European yeah, ones. No. Uh, okay, and that's sort of it for this part of the show, eventually, cool. I think. This part yeah. of the show, is it divided in chapters? It feels like that at the moment. It does feel like it's in chapters, even though the, the listening public will never know. But it does feel like it's in chapters for me, anyway. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, so it's time for Surface Lizard. Surface Lizard. Hello, darlings. Hello, darlings. Uh, so what's he got to say this week? Well, let's find out. Grief and misery, aims and woes, debts and taxes, and so it goes. Life gets tasteless, don't it? Hello, darlings. Surface Lizard here once again. Or am I? If we follow the lines laid down by the great Schrodinger experiment, am I here, or am I just a voice? Or maybe you're just bipolar and imagining the whole thing. I am the voice in your head. And I command you to run naked down the street, shouting the word Bergerac. And if you're resilient to my limited charms, this week I'm in mourning for my complete inability to make Duke change his mind regarding Two Worlds 2. Duke, you are a rock. You are as constant as the Northern Star. And I am a mere amoeba, daring to even impinge upon your greatness. And perhaps even more disturbingly, I seem to have become... The veteran gamer's dirty uncle in the corner, which is not necessarily as complimentary a thing as I would have liked. So, Stube, I owe you an apology. And if you're listening to this in the kitchen, I would like to say from the bottom of my heart, pink velvet sausage wallet, arse candle, quim flipper, cock dolly, soapy tit wank. Anyway, I think I just followed through there. This week... Following on from an email from the great Chris JMW on the podcast, I'm going to be doing a PSN exclusive title, which was a, a counterblast to Kwanmian's indie pick. So, with no thought for my own meager finances, I ventured on to the PSN store and I picked up a copy of Star Drone. Actually, that sounds like it should be actually pronounced Star Drone and should be accompanied with really bad, cheesy. Neon 70s disco music. Anyway, the game, so Star <coughs> Star Drone, was released a couple of weeks ago on the PSN for the modest price of £6.29. Or, if, like me, you happen to be a Plus subscriber, you can pick up the game for £3 or £3.20. And what is that in the great scheme of things of the infinite cosmos? It's a pint of beer or a lunchtime sandwich 
or a hand job from the most disgusting, toothless, rancid King's Cross harlot you could possibly find. Anyway, first and foremost, it's fair to say that Star Drone has been designed exclusively for use with the Move controller. It can be played with a standard PlayStation controller, and it works serviceably enough, but given the nature of the game, it's much more worthy if you've got a Move controller. And I think there are two other of us in the country that actually have one of these. So that means this week I have an audience of three, which is more than usual. Sadly, with Star Drone, I don't have some surmise representative sound clip to encapsulate the game in slightly ironic format. So instead, here's Gunnery Sergeant Hartman. Did your parents have any children that lived? Sir, yes, sir. I bet they regret that. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. What's your name, fat body? Sir, Leonard Lawrence, sir. Lawrence, Lawrence, what, of Arabia? Sir, no, sir. That name sounds like royalty. Are you royalty? Sir, no, sir. Do you suck dicks? Sir, no, sir. Bullshit, I'll bet you could suck a golf ball through a garden hose. Sir, no, sir. I don't like the name Lawrence. Only faggots and sailors are called Lawrence. From now on, you're Gomer Pyle. Sir, yes, sir. Do you think I'm cute, Private Pyle? Do you think I'm funny? Sir, no, sir. Then wipe that disgusting grin off your face. Sir, yes, sir. Well, I need fucking time, sweetheart! So, what exactly is Star Drone? It's one of those incredible games that manages to catch an incredibly simple concept and somehow make it frenetic and weirdly reinvented. It's a surreal, colourful, psychedelic mashup of puzzle game, pinball, breakout, and oddball spectrum puzzle game E equals MC squared. You are a spaceship. Well, you're a carbon-based human being. But in the game, you are a spaceship trapped for no apparent reason in an incredibly colourful and lustrous sci-fi universe. You have no direct control over your spaceship. In fact, the only control you have, and this is the central game mechanic, is a single grappling hook. And this hook as well as tactful use of the move navigation, is what you use to latch on to node points and slingshot yourself around the levels. A bit like the Enterprise in Star Trek Travesty The Voyage Home, but without the time travelling, or Scotty talking to a computer mouse, or nuclear vessels. In fact, if you can remember the pinball stages from Sonic the Hedgehog, it's representative of that, but with, of course, the next-gen HD gloss and neon colour scheme. With some games, the control mechanic is a simple means to an end. With Star Drone, it is the point and the purpose and the subtle brilliance of the physics and the sense of trajectory, which, although based in a 2D environment, actually has you thinking more spatially than you might ever possibly imagine, at least without the use of drugs. Speaking of drugs, watching your ship grapple and hoist and fly around it reminds me of the time I gave my cat a wrap of LSD, watching it spark around in some mad cycle getting faster and faster as you desperately try to grab onto its tail to catch it. It all sounds confusing, but in reality it's not. You use the controller or the move dildo, and you move an on-screen cursor to the node, and you push the button to connect to it, so you grab, you swing, you latch off, you fly, and as you swing round, the game will give you a projected trajectory node as well, so you have some degree of precognition in where you're going to go. You're not just flying around the maze, of course, you're collecting stars for some arbitrary reason. And for the first few levels, you begin to feel quite good about yourself. Master of physics, lord of the cosmos, as if Stephen Hawking himself would come round and shake you by the hand. But like getting a date with an auto-attractive lady in Bangkok, it leads you into a false sense of security. At that point, 
unlike the ladyboy, it gets hard, deviously so, very quickly. You have to approach Star Drone with an old school mentality, almost the mentality of the man who puts 10Ps in the arcade machine and has to learn the system to beat it. The game rewards memorization and tenacity, and in that respect it could be said to be analogous to a good shoot-em-up. Which is not to say that Star Drone is some horrible recidivist throwback to the 8-bit days of pixels and color clash. The entire thing is almost like playing a game of res. It's based upon a kind of synesthesia with a pumping soundtrack, glittering lights and an incredible sense of speed. You play the levels a few times, you fail dismally, and you hope that no one is around to watch your ignominious failure. But then with all of the levels, you reach a point of zen where you realize that these levels are actually perfectly brilliantly designed. And once you know what to do and when, you'll find yourself clearing the levels, swinging round, launching at just the right trajectory, almost like watching Tarzan swing off vines in an incredible sense of synchronized movement. And it's profoundly rewarding. And all literally controlled with a single push of the move button, or the X, if you're using a joypad. There aren't many games where I would ever use the term perpetual motion but it certainly applies to Star Drone. To a degree where some of the later levels become almost obsessive compulsive exercises in perfectionism, where the game only has one single path to complete the level. Anything else is a one-way trip to getting lost or defeat at the enemies that begin to swarm in, which may be a good or a bad thing depending on your perspective. In fact, at risk of verging into what could be considered hyperbole. It's fair to say that playing Star Drone, for me, was a, a zen experience, and it was a reminder of my heritage, the man who began with the ZX Spectrum and moved up through the Amiga. Playing this game, and looking at the simplicity of the control system, the intricacy of the levels, and the fusion of the whole experience, it made me rush online and cancel my pre-order for Crisis 2, because I knew that, frankly, I wouldn't enjoy that triple-A gun ballet, probably anywhere near as much as the perfectly crafted Star Drone experience. This probably means nothing more than the fact that I need to be taken outside and brutalized with a nailed baseball bat, but hopefully, at least to one person out there, it might inspire them to go and check out Star Drone and maybe lay down their six pounds and be reminded of a time when games were purer, simpler, more elegant, and, dare I say it, even more rewarding. Anyway. As we're discussing throwbacks, there's only one thing I need now before I can die a happy man, and that is Hector's House, the video game. Yes, and if this is how it all ends, I'd much rather I didn't remember anything at all. Oh, I'm awfully sorry. I nearly forgot to say it to you. I'm a great big old Hector saying goodnight. Also, for the record, please allow me to say that I did not give my cat a rap of LSD. I would never do something so heartless and cruel. I did not give my cat LSD. It was actually heroin. I remain, as always, Surface Lizard, signing out. Be seeing you. Because when I think of all the things I've got to do, I just get depressed. And I'd rather go to bed, so good night. I'm a great big dreamy old Hector. So, Star Drone, what did you think then? Did well, you know? I would like to say, I don't think that Surface Lizard is an amoeba. I mean, I appreciate the nice things he said there, but I think he's being a little hard on himself. You're at least a paramecium, dude. Fine. Whatever that may be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's like a really geek joke, isn't it? 
It's a geek joke. I don't know if it's a really geek joke. I mean, that's a really I'm geek joke. I'm even a pair of I've already lost you, huh? Yeah. Really? Do you know what he's talking about, Ginny? Sorry, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> I know what an amoeba is. I'm not sure I don't know what, that, what the other thing is. No idea. Paramecium. Okay, yeah, well, that's them. all right. Whatever. One of them weird things. Yes. Um, so, yeah, he's done as a game review. So, I guess, you know, if you like what he had to say about it, go and buy it. I mean, there's not, it's not a discussion point for us, I guess, this week. It's more of a just, eh, I might go and check that out. Is it new? Yeah. It is new, I believe, yeah. New to is the... it on the PC? It's on the PSN. It's a PSN game. It's... Oh, it's a PlayStation game. Yes. You know. Hello, oh, are you right. listening? Come on. Bye. Listen? My PlayStation Network game has already been picked this week. It's Back to the Future. I know. I've told you what to, yeah. to buy. Yeah, that is your game. But yeah, I mean, I, I still think the PSN does a good job of, of sort of making interesting and weird games. And weird games. But I may check this out. I, may check. I haven't had a chance. I've been busy playing other stuff, but I may well give this a look now after Surface Lizard's uh, review. But did you? it was a bit like Ground Force, though, wasn't it? You know, with that sort of band music in the background. It was like Ground Force yeah. with gaming, you know? You've no idea what Ground Force is, do you? Do you, do you have that in the of course not, but I agree with what you yeah. said anyway. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, you shouldn't talk about Grand Force on a gaming podcast. I, don't I know. Why. I'm a teach my ass, tosser. Um, okay, so finally, we're into the final part of the show, he says. I have no idea how long this show is this this week now because we've had a few technical issues, so it could be ah, bollocks. three hours long or oh. two hours long or it could be an hour and a half. I have no idea anymore. Uh, so let's do a few egg timer topics. And then we'll do some... We've got a couple of emails as well. We've got a few emails to do. But we'll do three again because, you know, we've got to sort of keep them to a minimum while we've got emails to do, you know, because we've got to balance everything out. Okay. Lovely. I like that. I like that. Um, Now, we have still got... Yeah, we have some oh, like the quite, yeah. <laughs> quite a few to go through. Okay, uh, but I thought, I thought we'd pick um, some of the ones off people that don't normally submit them. So we've got some oh, okay. that we've sort yeah. of got, you know. But we've yeah, got the lesser people. known submitters. The lesser known. We've had some this week off people who don't normally submit them. Okay, first one. Okay, uh, it comes from Doctor Claw. Doctor Claw. <laughs> All right, go ahead. There you go. Thank you for yes, that. I love that. Right. <laughs> Look, each person who submits an egg timer topic now gets their own intro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Dr. Claw, yeah, here he says, so this is it. You ready to start with the timer? Here we go. Okay, here's the topic. Currently, there are a number of simulators that cover trains, truck driving, making roads, dustmen, and so on. Mm. Uh, what would be the most pointless simulator next? So, there you Building go. Building a city. <laughs> They've already done that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, grading papers. A teacher paper grading oh, sim game. God. Somebody would know, probably right? like that. Do, do we I some... don't think anybody would like it. I don't know any teachers who enjoy grading papers. Yeah, but if you don't do it as a job, it's like a simulator then, isn't it? If you don't Maybe do it. people. But I think even then, people would be like, oh, God, I had no idea. Why did I ever make fun of teachers? I think, you know, I think they, could do, they should do is like a sewage worker. They, well, yeah, I don't know like, that would be boring. But well, I mean, it would be pleasant. What about grind fighters? You know that show in the UK? Yeah, that's what I mean, where you have to go down in the sewers and there's like massive accumulation of fat 
and it's like blocking up yeah. the pipes and you have to go and unblock it or there's just, news. you're making me hungry. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I think like, you know, if you go down into the sewers and then there's just a big pile of turds and used toilet paper that you have to clear out, how about doing that? Yeah, that sounds like a good game. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah I, I think I'll play that. Uh, pointless, most pointless, um, come back to me. I think I've got a funny one. Dude, how about a video game where you simulate doing a video game podcast and you have to like keep the sound bites going and just be like, I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. Yeah. What about yeah. what about uh, a game that emulates like you know all the like say you're a cop right say you there's a cop game or something like L A Noir yeah but yeah. it's just a simulation where you just do all the paperwork you just oh god that'd be terrible yeah and then like you, you get you know those boring days at work I'm sure like police officers don't have like those kind of down days where they just do at work all day like just doing paperwork and taking calls filling in reports yeah getting complaints Te- what about a te- tele te- um. A telesales. Oh, I've got one. I've got a really good one. What about an accountant simulator? Yeah, <laughs> what about have to... door-to-door salesman simulator. Yeah. What about lion tamer salesman <laughs> simulator. I got my own hat. What about what about a Hoover salesman? You know those guys who come to your house to try and sell you a dodgy Hoover. What about those? See, I don't think that's happened in the last ten years. They don't, don't do that they, anymore. Do they sell? No, do they really so. sell them door to door still? Over no. the I don't know. No. They used to. I have never. I, no, they used, I, used in 1973. <laughs> yeah. Before 1985, they uh, maybe, but not since I've been born. Because uh, yeah, that was. Although those... there is a really good Philip K. Dick story called the. Um, what the Hoover sale? No, it has a Hoover salesman in it though. It's called the Adjustment Bureau, and it's, I've got... new, it's a movie now. I've got, in two, I've got two Philip K. Dick uh, books, like The Portable Truth and uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sleep. Yeah, that's a good one, Androids Dream. Uh, World Jones made his... Serve no purpose. What what World Jones made his best one. There which you which go. one? The World Jones Made. That's my favorite okay. Philip K. Dick book. It's okay. awesome. It, like, I finished it, and I, at the end, I was just like, oh my god, that's so awesome. Okay. I'll roll there you up. go. Uh, right, okay, next time. This, this one I quite like. This one's off uh, Flecky90, which is dumb. From my works, who Mr. Flecky, who also gave you the really, 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 really link. So there you really? go. Really, really, and this really, came over Twitter. Really, 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 really. This is what Flecky ninety says. Uh, Dan, he says, "What's your opinion on movie franchises making multiple games, i.e., Lord of the Ring movie tie-ins, uh, Battle for Middle Earth, Conquest, etc." So there you go. What do we think of that? I actually don't have a problem with it. Because, especially Lord of the Rings is an interesting example because they didn't just make one kind of game out of it. They made a turn-based RPG, which was the Third Age, which is actually a pretty decent game, but I would say that because it's turn-based RPG. Um, They made a movie for each of the games. I played the Two Towers, and I played the Fellowship of the Rings, and I remember the Fellowship of the Ring being really weak because there was this long part in the Shire where you had to, like, do all these silly quests about, I lost me bucket, can you help me find it? And uh, But, you know, then they made the Conquest game, which I thought was fun, even though it wasn't really well done. I mean, it was okay. Um, and then, you know, they had a lot of different kinds of game. There's even an RTS game, I think, on there. Yeah, well, that was the Battle of Middle-Earth one, wasn't it? Was the RTS. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I've never so, yeah, played I mean, any of them. I think it's cool. I, you know, if they do them right, at least I mean, all of them. I haven't played the Lord of the Rings ones, but I've played the, like, the Star Wars one. Yeah, I was going to say Star Wars is probably the one that springs to mind for me because yeah, there's been I mean, tons of games, yeah, you know, in the so Star many, Wars universe. Yeah, you know, good Star Wars games. There's been a lot of bad ones as well. Yeah, Nice of the Old Republic, that was good. But I, I really don't mind them, you know, going to town, like bringing something new and interesting to a, a movie franchise that, that, that can't be done. 
I think it's interesting that Star Wars always, I mean, everything's consistent, isn't it? It's like you can't like change, you can't do like crazy reboots with Star Wars because they make sure that every story fits into the universe of Star Wars, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is interesting. I like that. Yeah. No, I agree. I think I think that is I think more more movies should do that. But I mean, a lot of the time, I think at least with the material, you know, with like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, there's lots of opportunities to do different types of games. Yeah. You know, whereas what you tend to find with something like Superman, for instance, which has had lots of games made from it, they tend yeah. to be all pretty rubbish. Yeah. Oh, yes, they do. You know, well, Superman's a very poorly designed character. He's yeah. Like, he's indestructible, yeah, though. What the hell? And Batman was the same up till Arkham Asylum coming out. Yeah, because they they always, they always did it wrong. They, yeah. You know, it's it, they it, they either did it as an action game or they were a always like game. a beat 'em up, weren't they? Yeah, it yeah. Tend to be like a bit of a, a an almost like a modernized version of. It's like you it know, was just hitting people and yeah. swinging around. Streets of Rage or something, weren't it? You know, it yeah. was tend to be that type of game, wasn't it? Just took it just took a while before someone knew what it was like. This is what it's meant to be like when you're Batman. Mm. You're supposed to be like. Yeah. A, you can beat people up, but you are also a detective. I mean, he's at at the bottom. At the end of the day, he is a detective. Yeah, L.A. Noir. But then also, do you not think though, if he hadn't had the Christopher Nolan version of Batman, maybe he wouldn't have had that game. Christopher you know, Nolan. It's Christopher Nolan, is he? No, Christopher Nolan. No, Chris Nolan. I thought he was a, uh, Christian Bale. That's right. We'll get no, it. Chris, Chris Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean. Um... I don't know because they're quite separate, you know. Like this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Arkham Asylum is is like based on the comic books more so than the. It uh, is, but I think it's got that darker vibe that you know Chris. Nolan. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly, like it, it it didn't do any any harm, but I and you might be right, you know. Maybe Arkham Asylum probably never would have been as good as it was if it wasn't for Dark Knight, but. You know, it's it's too, okay. We can never we can never come up with the the answer to that. It's just it's just. We're just both. We're just all happy that it happened, you know. Yeah. What's, what's the problem? Yeah. But no, I don't agree. I don't disagree with it. In fact, I like uh, Halo. Halo have done a very rare thing that you know, Halo Wars was fantastic. I thought that Halo Wars was brilliant. Yeah. Um. So I don't really mind it at all. No. Okay. Right. Uh, final one, and this is the weirdest egg timer topic we have ever had. Okay. Uh, and this one comes from Good Morrow, who has sent a few in for us. But he asks this. Okay, you ready for this? I don't know whether you, any of you have seen this. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, when one of you dies, uh, who would be the ultimate replacement and why? <laughs> right. Okay. So I asked for some clarification. Did you mean on the podcast? And he said, of course. Although if one of you did actually die on the podcast, I doubt if it would be uploaded. That would be a downer. If it was in real life, it ring was... ring dogger. I know. If it was in real life, uh, um, now... uh, um, uh... if it... cool. listen, listen. If it was in <laughs> listen, real life, listen, it would listen, sound... stop talking oh, and having fun. Sure. Listen to me. Sure. If it was in real life, it would sound like a threat. I would have said, "When one of you gets bored and moves on, but that will never happen. <laughs> the only way one of you three will leave is in a wooden box, and the show <laughs> must go on, of course." So my teeth are my teeth marks are still in the show. So okay. If someone had to replace you on the show, Chinikos, unfortunately you'd pop your clogs. Who right. would it be and why? Um, I'd like Rich Webster to, to, to take my place. Aww. I think Rich Webster makes me laugh. Do, yeah, he makes me laugh as well. He's such a funny guy. So, is anybody I think Rich? Because he's just so funny. But, you know, I love everyone. I love everyone. Oh, he's the only person who... 
who I know would be good on a podcast because all the all these people on our community and stuff like we know them and stuff, but we don't know if they'd be good on a podcast. I don't. We don't. No, know that them. is true. That is true. Uh, okay, Duke, who would you like to replace you if you died on the show? Um, I don't know. I think Ad Rocksky would be an interesting replacement yeah. for me because he's got you know good taste in music and stuff and. Uh, he does sound bites, you know, when they did thumbsticks, he was always sticking in sound clips and stuff. So yeah, I think that would fit. He's not as loud and obnoxious as me, but you know what? I'm That's sure my life. That. He could yeah, work he on that. Yeah. You two are really boring. You know, I've, <laughs> I've gone for someone that I like. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's tell no us what. Surface lizard. No, Charlie Brooker. Charlie That's who Charlie. I'd like. Who's Charlie are Brooker? You t- are you talking about like celebrity? Well, he did. He oh, you talking about like we could have anybody in the world? Would be the ultimate replacement of White. Oh snap! Oh, okay. Bobcat Goldthwait or um, who's that other guy? Uh... Or even Peter Molyneux, for God's sake! Come on, <laughs> he knows nothing about games and would just pretend he did. <laughs> um, right. Who am I? Who would replace me? Do, 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 do. Who would you replace? Charlie Brooker would be back, Charlie I guess. Brooke. Why? Yeah. Well, because I just think he was funny when he did the game swipe thing, and I think he's a good gamer, you know, and I think he likes playing games, you know. So I think, I think Charlie Brooker would be a good replacement. Um... Gilbert Godfrey, that's who I'd want to replace me. Who the hell is that? Oh, he's the guy in the gas face video. You don't remember that? Nope. Does he play Let me games? See if I can pull it up. Go ahead, keep talking. Does he play games though? No, absolutely not. Well, no, you've got to have someone who plays games. Oh, there's rules to this thing. There, yeah, there, first there is rules, and there there isn't. I don't get this oh. game. <laughs> so who do you want, anyway? Who do you want? Well, you can't have Peter Molyneux on the show, then, because he's he doesn't know anything about he games. He doesn't play games. Yeah. Well, he does. He's own. He knows all about his own games. He yeah, well, here's Gilbert Godfrey. Come in and sit down. So nice of you to come here and oh, search yeah. the meeting. <laughs> <I> <laughs> he fit perfectly for me. <laughs> you just need like someone angry. Easy problem solve. Uh, He's in what? Problem child. Problem child. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty <laughs> obscure movie reference. Yeah, well, that's the only uh, thing I know from. He's in Problem Child too. He's brilliant. Look, come on, we're running out of time. Awesome. Who would you have? Who would you have? He's the best thing in the whole film. Jimmy, uh, you have five seconds. Come on, who would you have? Dara Brin. Who? Oh, Dara O'Brien, that's good. We like Dara O'Brien. Can serve no purpose anymore. So let's get this. Put Let's get this straight, okay? So, if we all died, right, yep. we'd have Charlie Brooker, Dara O'Brien, and some American dude I've never heard of. <laughs> well, this is what he sounds like. I'm not dicking, I'm not fussing, I'm not talking. I can make you deaf and dope, Mac Daddy. <laughs> Great. He's brilliant. Uh, if your match <laughs> made in heaven. films with him in. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, God, that would be... A, a friend of mine told me... I haven't seen it, but there's this... Uh, I don't even know the guy's name. You know, the really rude comic, Andrew Dice Clay. He was in this movie called Ford Fairlane, and apparently there's some hilarious part where there's this, like, I don't know, Fabergé egg or something that they're trying to rescue, and he just goes, Oops! I broke it accidentally! Oh, God. Right. Uh, we do need to do some emails. Uh, yes. And then we'll get the hell out of here. So, okay. Here we go. First one. First one. Uh, from Dr. Claw, would you believe? Yay! Yay! Two mentions. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Sample. Go ahead. Here we go. After listening to many episodes on talk about the handhelds being a possible dead platform, uh, now that we have iPhones, iPads, as such to do, uh, do we still think the PC will die too? What do you mean, die? It's already dead, isn't it? That was it? a poem, right? Yeah. 
I don't, I don't. It rhymes. <laughs> it actually does rhyme. I hadn't realised that. As such, do do we still think the PC will die too? Um, yeah, it's already dead, isn't it? Well, the PC? <laughs> yeah, it's dead. It's dead. dead already. It's already been shot like a dog that needed putting down. That's what yeah. He says he thinks that the platform, PC that is, will increase. Uh, because now consoles last longer compared with previous generations, the capabilities are limited compared uh, to the console. For example, a Dragon Age on a high-end PC looks great on the console. It looks, well, crap. Uh, StarCraft Two, best RTS game on any format. Uh, Third-person shooter still play better with mouse and keyboard. So what do you guys think? So what do you think? So he's saying that PC will still be... So let's see. Uh, how many copies of Black Ops sold on PC compared to console versions? Zero. Seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, how many, how many of... copies of Black Ops were pirated on the PC? Exactly. End of argument, if you ask me. And now, that's... I'm not saying. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'll, I'll stop joking there. The PC is definitely not dead. People still play it. You know, Shit, I'm playing PC games now. It's, more, it's, more, it's definitely more niche than it used to be, but people still play it. But the problem with the PC is that there's no money there because it's people borrow it. And the only place that there is money is a, is a format, is a, is a platform that doesn't allow piracy, such as Steam or good old games. Yeah, and I, I think there's... So, part... PC killed the PC games. Yeah, it did. It did, because all those pirates, you know, who thought they were being really clever actually turned out not to be that clever after all. I mean... <sighs> I mean, there's still a lot of games to be played on the PC, but the the fewer. They tend to be stuff like your RTSs, your big MMOs, and, and things of that nature that are taking over, I guess. You know, but if, you, if you're looking at game sales and from a publisher's point of view, they're never going to lead on the PC anymore because, you know, I, know, I mean, it's even interesting with this guy's argument about the sort of, it's got ten times the power and all this, that, and the other, but people aren't bothered about that. They just want games to work. They're not bothered about that, you know, you get... A better dynamic shadowing anymore. You know that that's a thing of the past, really. Well, unless it affect, seriously affects the game. I mean, like it. it like, I think back in the day, like Comageddon Two, right? Comageddon Two, old game, came out for the PC. I played it on the PC for many, 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 many hours. Right? I got it on the N sixty four. It was total crap because the the console couldn't hack it. It, could, it wasn't good enough. Right? And you know, so if if a, if if it's not the same game, then yeah, people will care and people want a better one. But no, consoles are a state where they're they're pretty much the same, and the market is in such a way that they have to be because the money is in the consoles. It's about money, people. Key, PC gamers killed PC gaming. Fact. Yeah, I, I sort of agree. Ching. So there you go. I don't have anything to say about that, but I will say I've been going through that fat, ugly, slutty site and All right. finding the people's names and like sending them notes like, you suck. And uh, I got one back already. The guy was like, it was my brother. Somebody mentioned it on the website. It wasn't me. I'm sorry. How funny is that? See, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't know. Well, it's your game attack. So what? Well, I'm saying, like, yeah, exactly. Like, tell your brother I'm virtually scolding him and don't let him near your Xbox anymore if that's actually what happened. If, yeah. your, if it's your brother, don't let him harass girls on your gamma What are you doing? Yeah, Why are you exactly. letting your brother harass girls on your gamma Exactly. Yeah. No, it, it probably wasn't your brother. he also said, to be fair, she sent a rude message first, and I have no idea if that's true or not. Probably not, but... Uh, anyway, okay, and then his other question is, why don't we talk more about PC games? Shogun 2's out soon, and you haven't mentioned... Already answered. <laughs> Shogun 2, what's Shogun she answered answer one. Okay, well, I'll answer mine. 10 go to 20, okay. or 20 go to 10. I used to be a PC gamer. Okay, and I did. I, I still do, but I used to too. I used to. 
but my graphics card is either goosed or the the fan on my PC is goosed, and as soon as the graphic card boots up, it just overheats and goes all squiffy and stuff and crashes on me. Um, you haven't got a gaming PC, have you, Chinny, at all? I don't think you've got, got a PC. You've got a PC, but it doesn't really play games. It can and play some games. It can play some, but I not... never try it. I never ah, bother. Yeah. What should no. I bother? I was no. tempted to play Minecraft, but I just copy about it. And then obviously Duke, pay for that. Duke has yeah. got a Mac, so that answers that one. <laughs> Duke's got a Mac, and up till recently couldn't well, play any games on it. Yeah. No, well, he couldn't until recently. He couldn't until recently. Total War Shogun Two. It's coming out on the PC March fifteenth. That means it's already out. It's, done, yeah. it's published by Sega Kramer. Uh, strategy game on the PC. Wrong. No, sorry. There you go. Done. Um, StarCraft 2. None of us has played StarCraft 2. We're not PC gamers. No. Do you know the biggest reason I prefer to play on a console? Because I can I can sit in me sloppy sofa in front of a big telly and play a game on it, and I don't have to be sat in front of a console hunched over a keyboard and mouse. I think I could get it to... I think I could get it if I... If I, if I could play it, which I couldn't, but if I could play it, I reckon I could get it to Civ 5. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't mind getting Civ 4 for my Mac. The Civ games are good, and they, I mean, there are some kinds of games like RTSs really do require like a better interface. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that shooters really are better. I've never played many shooters. I mean, I'm you know sort of doing Portal, which I is mean, I have. I mean, back in the day, I played Quake and I played Quake Two and I played Half Life One, and you know, I played quite a few shooters on the you know uh, Shadow of Chernobyl. You know, so I've played games. I think part of it for me is that. I mean, right. I, it, when I put my hands on an Xbox console game controller, I know exactly where everything is. And on a keyboard, I'm not really that familiar with, like, just by, without having to look where the E is and the R and all that. And sometimes you have to do that on the fly. I mean, there's no, there's no say, there's no, you know, there's no argument that aiming with a mouse is much quicker than using yeah. a thumbstick. I mean, it is because sure. you can, you know, move around your page with yeah, your mouse no, much no, no. faster. Yeah. Um but I just don't see the advantage of using a, uh, you know, apart from the fact you can turn the settings up to max and it might look better. That is well, the only advantage for me. You know, yeah. I don't see any other reason. There's some games that aren't available on the console, obviously. Yeah, but are there any that you would be bothered about? Well, the I best mean, tend to get ported over. No yeah, doubt. I mean, the only one. Stronghold. Stronghold's yeah. a good game. Well, the only one will be uh, Seven years ago. the Old Republic, you know, the new Bioware game that's coming out next year. You know, but it's an MMO, so it would probably never come on a console anyway. But World of Goo is pretty good. Yeah, true, but you can get that on the PS3. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you could get it on the Wii. Not uh, the sorry, not the PS3 on the Wii. Yeah, you can get that on the Wii. Oh no, I, I can't. Say, I would have played it if uh, <laughs> get it on the PS3. No, sorry, you can get it on the Wii. Sorry, my bad. Um, hey, oh, by the way, you were talking about your hard drive crashing. I wish I'd had this queued up at the time. Yeah, thanks for that. Okay, well, next one. This is bring from, some Wu Tang. This one comes from Gary Simmington. Hello, Gary. He says, like a fake name. He says, "Good day to you all." Uh, over at this awesome podcast. There you go. A big thank you for keeping me entertained for months and months and months. Keep up the fantastic wow. work. Oh, thank you. I know. On last week's show, you read out an iTunes review that I recently posted from Johnny Farty Pants. On last week's show, you read out an iTunes review that I recently posted, Johnny Farty Pants, or Johnny Fart Pants, uh, and seemed pleased to receive my genuine love for your show. Uh, in answer to your queries regarding my gamertang, Johnny Fart Pants, yes, it is meant to be a yes, not a five stew you tit. 
He's a bit abusive, isn't he? I don't, I don't think there's any... No, I sent him an email back saying that was the, the funniest part of the I know. email. I, love uh, <laughs> I did recently change my name for these reasons. One, Gina ran out a message that I sent him on the show when she was in New York. And when I had my previous game, it was Bungle77. He called me Bungie77. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> the Halo it. developers. What the fuck? I was shocked and somewhat embarrassed that maybe everyone thought I was some kind of Halo fanboy. Ha ha, Halo fanboy, ha ha. I certainly am not. Halo is, is okay. No more fanboy? Uh, but it's no Battlefield. Come on now. There you go. Chani, yeah, insert Chad's oh, Bungle. Bungle. Yeah. Insert Chad's Was that Mr. Bungle, the band? Yeah, no. I don't know. He doesn't say. I'm asking him right in. Oh, God. Again. Okay. Reason number two, I guess I finally had to grow up. Although, after saying that, my new gamer tag is maybe a step backwards. Now, I think, I'll tell you what I think Bungle77 comes from. If he's British, yeah, which he possibly, well, he will be if he likes, obviously, Johnny Fartypants, he's going to be British, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I think Bungle is off Jackadori. I think it's a Jackadori reference. So, maybe I'm yeah, right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think it's Jackadori, Bungle off Jackadori. Is there a Bungle in, um, what's it called? Kids show. No, Jack and Ori. Play School. Is it Play School? No. It's Rainbow. Rainbow, yeah. Rainbow. Rainbow. Yeah. yeah, sorry. I'll do that bit again because that sounded really terrible, didn't it? Cause I thought <laughs> oh, was... because you didn't know your kids' TV. I girl, know, yeah. I'm going to love at you. Yeah, but I knew what I meant. Okay, you ready? I'll do that again. Yeah, actually, I think I know where the Bungle 77 reference come from. Cause he re- oh, do you think you do, dear? I do, yeah. I think it comes from. Uh, I think it comes from Rainbow, you know, the kiddie show from oh. the 70s. Sure, I said something like that, but no, no, just carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zippy, Bungle, and whatever Zippy the other one was. And... Uh, what was the guy, the dude called who wasn't dressed in anything? Greg DeLacy. <laughs> Greg DeLacy. So let us know if that's true. Is it Bungle uh, from, from yeah, Rainbow? Bungle, Bungle was the bear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So dude has no clips. He has no, no words. Blue. Nothing. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, just oh, come on, let's kick it out. Come on, everybody, kick me out. That's the best you can do. Uh, just wanted to update you with this info to clear up any confusion regarding friends list on live, etc. Uh, look forward to the next show. Uh, P.S. Discovered RPGs around a year ago, and I'm now totally hooked. Uh, give Dragon Age a go, Chinny. I have never looked back. I'm a proper geek now. Uh, just got to stop going to the gym and flog my dolphin way more than I currently do. Uh, maybe get a flashlight or a wank egg. Dump my hot girlfriend, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. What? What? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what any of that means. He's uh, definitely British, though. Whatever that is. Loving all your work. Lots of man love, Gary. There you go. Thank you for that. We do appreciate. The... I like Gary. He's funny. Yeah, he seems very funny. We like him. We like him. And we Gary have... can replace me on the podcast. I know. And we have got one more. I know. Got loads of emails. Okay, here we go. This one's from Mister Bed Herdu, and he says this. All right, guys, just finished and listened to the latest podcast and was listening to how Chinny and some other VG listeners are from Midlands. Oh. I live close to Wolverhampton and used to do a lot of gigs in the Varsity. Yeah, so prob- Varsity. Wood, wood, wood. So it's probably me and Chinny. I might- really like Varsity, actually. But, you know, yeah, it's probable me and Chinny might even know the same people. Ah. Think like, guitar and all. Yeah, but- maybe. Uh, maybe. I also watched it, right? This is where it gets a bit controversial. Uh, I'd, be on, I'd be on Facebook and then we'll know if we... Yeah. I also watched the video he edited. Now full-time... Oh. Okay. Now full-time, I work with people with disabilities and I have... Oh, sorry, achieved... I didn't mean to laugh at them. And I have made a film about champion equality and the achievements of people... really laugh at them. Anyway, I thought the film you and Chini thought was your favourite, 
looked at disability in a patronizing way. Oh. As if to say, ooh, look, we're great because we give up our time to work with special people. Well, they are. Yeah. What have you done today? Most people with disabilities want to be treated equal, not special. Yeah. I thought it would have been better from a person with a disabilities perspective. Yeah. Although, through the style of filming they use, I guess it would have been difficult to get a waterproof camera, etc. Yeah. Personally, I felt the performance uh, video was better, as it was about all types of people with disabilities coming together to perform in front of the community. I felt there was a more positive message there. I will be interested to find out who wins. Chini's video felt like the odd one out to me. No criticism to Chini, though. I don't know what that means. I think it's because it was like all the other videos were about kind of helping, like, yeah. like directly helping them, like the, the yeah. people with disabilities and things like that. Whereas my video wasn't, he wasn't directly helping. He's more of a passive thing. It's like yeah. you, you just go out and make a fool of yourself, but. Uh, you know, learn all these skills and meet all these people while doing it. Yeah. Um, but his, his point about like the, the message, maybe my my video was a better message. Like, sure, like, I'll, I'll get that. That's fine. But uh, as a kind of, um, it was Morgan Spurlock who who reviewed uh, the swimming video and my video. Uh, the guy who made um, Super Size Me. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. he was kind of looking at, at, at it as a. And a technical art, as, a, as an artistic kind of like yeah. not, not the message, but like you know, like and that that's totally his, his call. You know what I mean? If, if there was a different celebrity, maybe they would have, you know, maybe they would have said, "Yeah, I think that the my one was had a best, better message." That's fine, but I think it, it, even I called the swimming one. I thought that their video were like I, like just as an idea and as as a, as it was more enjoyable to watch. It was more creative and uh, and, and you know just it was just a fun watch. You know. So, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. But like, his, his points are completely valid. Like, I, I, I totally hear what he's saying, but I think that's that's why they won. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for watching the video. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's- so anyway, anyway, he says, got a bit sidetracked. And, and tell me where you work, and yeah. we'll meet up. Uh, if you're having a VG get together in the Midlands, let me know. You should. There, you there are plenty of people in the Midlands there. there are. That Gangu, could, and that's yeah. Gangu Crimes is his game. Yeah, this, the, just off the top of my head, like, of what I know of, like we got John Mayo, he's from Birmingham, uh, Raffidge from Wolverhampton, Skulldugger is from Nottingham, uh, Dave Dog, he's from Telford. Uh, well, he lives in Telford. Yeah, you know, and that's just off the top of my head. I'm, I'm probably missing a few. Yeah. So and, right, we do need to get the hell out of here because we have rambled on a long way. Hey, you should you should cut and paste this into the appropriate spot, which was an email ago. Harry. I hope this email's from Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you for that. Okay. While I was digging, go ahead. Uh, Yeah, so... I wonder what you quote. I know, yeah. So let's do do some shout-outs, get the hell out of here. So, Duke, first come to you. Yes, first of all, I'd like to shout-out all the cool people who showed up for the Call of Duty 4 Playdate! It was a lot of fun. Hey, which fun was that? That was, that so was a lot of fun, man. We did left. some RPG-only rounds. We did the Michael Myers serial killer thing. When you left uh, with uh, pistols, headshots only. That was a lot of fun. Nice. I would have been really suck at that. So. And Not that I didn't suck at the other things, too, but... Which, oh, man. The headshots and snipers. And that, that, that took yeah. forever. That just took yeah. ages. <laughs> it's so uh, So, yeah. Jack, uh, a.k.a. Alienized Eagle, was there. Cud Morrow was there. John Mao 5 was there. John Mouse, however you want to say it. Sniper Curtains. Bongo the Sane. Chinny showed up. Uh, a bunch of people said, oh, I don't have it anymore, but I wish I could be there. Um, so yeah, thanks to everybody who showed up. And I, I and, popped uh, in and said hello. 
You did? I, I did. know. It was awesome. I didn't play the game, but I said hello. Well, that would have been even more awesome. <laughs> I, but I wouldn't yeah. expect anything from you. So. Exactly. Um, the next play date, I don't know if I'll be able to make it or not, but I'm going to try. Uh, it's the next Sunday, the 27th of March, 6 p.m. UK time, is Gears of War 1. Yeah. Oh, taking effect. God. Classic. Uh, yeah. I've still G-O-W. got that as well. I still have that game. Oh. Well, you have no excuse then. Show I up. Know. I and should... my last shout-outs are week. To... I know. I should. I should. I should yeah, have that on, game. Man, well. come maybe, on. maybe we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. come on. Come we'll on, see. Man. We'll see. I'll see if I can get a pass. Come on. Yeah. Um, and then we got some new members on the site: Charlton yeah. Valley and Hans TV. So yay to them! <laughs> and they listen awesome. to the show as well. So hello to you. Well, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And uh, yeah, one last thing here. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vein to ours. But (laughs) in the way they're uh, delivered, some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk about RPGs. Come on, some might say that. No, no one says that. And of course, you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So really, VGHub.net is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Take off that silly ass hat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's me done. That's all you. Right, Chinny, quick ones. Quick, Yo, quick. Yo, uh, first off, I want to shout out Rockstar for GTA because I'm playing it right now and I forget how great it is every time I play it. It's yeah, like you yeah. in Mass Effect 2, you know. You just if, if Anybody who's got their Xbox with them and they've got a copy of GTA, just put it in and you'll go, wow, this this game is amazing. I forgot. But it's maybe not the game, but the, the setting. It's just brilliant. Um, so Rockstar, because you know they need some attention because they don't, they don't really, people don't really know who they are. Um, Gang U Crimes, or Mr. Bedhairdo, or whatever name he likes to be known as. Uh, thank you for watching the video. Thank you to the Exeter team who did win the award ceremony. There was quite a few celebrities there. Uh, Hugh Dennis was there. Him from What the Weeks You. Um, um, what's his you really name? The Les Dennis. No, Sam Mendes was there. Uh, some guy who directed uh, the, the Harry Potter films. Uh, Miranda, the comedian, was there with a friend. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, there was a, uh, Ralph Little was there. Uh, all sorts of different celebrities. Uh, that there's there's more that I'm forgetting. Uh, and you know, it was it was just super cool. It was, it was a massive event. It was at the Odeon in Leicester Square, and um, we couldn't have lost to some nicer lads. So I'm really happy for them. And we're going to make all of us are going to make a video together. Uh, because oh nice, we we went out with them the night before, right? And one of them's really young; he's only nineteen. And when we're in London, Duke, you got to watch it; cause it's a bit dodgy, right? And this guy comes up to this, hey, do you want to go to a strip club? And Jordan, the youngest one, went, yeah, I want to go, I've never been. <laughs> and he was in there, right? And he he had his like wallet out, right? And I was like, Jordan, come on, don't go in there. It was like twenty pound in, which is like a ridiculous price for a strip wow. club, wow. Right? And he, I was like, no, don't, don't, don't. And I, I dragged him out. I said, come to Birmingham, I'll get you in a strip club for like seven quid. All right, don't do it. And he's like, you, you are in a strip club, chin. All right, so you know that's funny. So I'm, I'm. Really happy that uh, uh, they won, and we'll work with them soon. And yeah, is it. the video going to just be a y'all at a strip club? <laughs> I hope so. That'd be great. No, we, we, we're going to enter a competition for Google, and um, uh, uh-huh. it's going to be hosted by Will I Am, I think, and Alicia Keys are going to be there. And it's all about like the great minds of the like the new age or something. And, and Stephen Hawkins is going to like present, not present the award, but kind of like gift the award to whoever wins it. 
So cool. that's pretty massive. They give you a goodie bag of laptops and all sorts of stuff. So we're going to enter a video for that. So if we nice. get in that, we'll be getting some cool stuff. Okay. Yes. Excellent. Um, okay, I've got two shout-outs. Okay. Uh, the first one, now this is going to be really weird, right? This is a bit weird. How's uh, it going hanging on my car? Sorry. But, but you know, uh, HSK Hero Reborn, Donald Jeffers. Donald Jeffers? Yeah, who... Hero, yeah, I remember. Yeah. He has just messaged me saying, what's up? Wow. What's up? And I'm like, and I've just messaged him back saying, you'll never guess what, we were just talking about 360plex on, on the there show this go. week. Does he still listen or don't he does, does he? No, I don't think he listens to us, but he's, he's well, yeah, shout out to you for sort of just... Tell him to listen. Give him yeah. a Listen to this week's show and then go all the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm it. sending it now, I'm sending it, it now. And say, Chitty said hi. Yeah. And then go... Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> no, don't do that. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And Chini, yeah, and Chini says you're a tosser, just a minute. So put that explanation mark. There you go, done that, Lola. He um, ran the three sixty flex podcast for people that don't. It know. was, it was a host on there, yeah, yeah. Oh god, it seems like so. It's so weird. We were talking about that tonight, and then he's. Back in the days when I was young, I know, yeah. And then, yeah. And then the other yeah. shout out is to Axeman Phil. Axeman yeah. Phil. And he's left it to the review at iTunes. Everybody can do that. Yay! iTunes. And he says, Veteran Baker. Sorry, Veteran Games. Veteran Bakers. Bakers Gaming. That's my other podcast where I talk about making cupcakes. (laughs) Veteran Gamers, baby. Five stars, he says. I've been listening to this since back in the day. Uh, not back in the back day. In the day. Yeah, yeah, do it, do it. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. Uh, but some days I sit and wish I was a kid again. Uh, yeah, which it was the O35's podcast, and it is consistently the most entertaining and informative video game podcasting on the internet. apparently. Uh, the largest part of the show consists of two English blokes, Stu and Chinny, and one American, Duke, uh, talking about what they've been playing, what they're going to play, the big issues of the world of console gaming, and what Stu has been downloading on his iPod Touch that week. Yay! And and unlike any other podcast I have ever tried, they have a regular spot for indie games, uh, with one or two each week being reviewed by uh, the veterans indie gaming correspondent, Quanrian, with the three main hosts then giving their opinion. I have found a few hidden gems I would never have otherwise have ever heard of because of this podcast. And then we have Surface Lizard, a relative... Hello, darlings. I know, relatively new addition to the podcast with a semi-regular spot where he basically spends 10 minutes moaning about something or other in a deep baritone with an extremely dry wit. Hello, darlings. Uh, I know. And as if this all wasn't enough, you can throw in special guest opinions from gaming legends like Peter Molyneux and Chad Warden. True. Really? Oh, whoops. Yeah, wrong one. <laughs> and, you, and you have the best gaming podcast. <laughs> Greg DeLacy. Yeah. <laughs> Great community too, so if Peter Malin, yeah. get along to the veterangamers.co.uk and don't write an iTunes review because they talk all over it. Jamafool. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So thank you. Yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, we appreciate that. that. Uh, also send us emails at podcast at veterangamers.co.uk and also ah, shut up, boobs, and come over to veterangamers.co.uk and say hello. And that's it. Let's yeah, get the hell out of for the going. forums. Let's Thanks go. for listening, everybody. Bye. We appreciate it. Bye. Bye, Jamma Fool. That silly ass hat. Yeah, Fool, that hat. <laughs> and bye to you also, HSK. There you go. That's special for you. There you go. If hero. You, you... <laughs> hero. 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 But don't ask about the hero. Oh,
All right, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done too. <laughs> done. Done. Why don't you...